ain't no free bird, man. It takes money to make this bird soar. This fat ass is succulent, but he ain't no Thanksgiving bird, even though he's what we're thankful for. He's gonna snatch just a little bit of money. Well, your money in his beak, but he ain't gonna make you poorer, man. It's cause CSmod.com's a destination and a bird of salesmanship is the motherfucking dog. The door to all pleasure, man. The door to funny that's almost free, man. He's the conductor on this love train of Smod Co. Collected just a little bit of a fee. Jonathan Living Sales Goals, the goddamn truth, baby Ruth, you're gonna see, man. Just a sexy bird is slipping those thick, veiny sounds inside your ear, puss out. Guess what, man? Smile don't run on wishes and kisses, bitches. Sometimes you got to pay. Women in negligees get in free. Brothers have got to pay, says the bird. Just for the live gigs, kids. Everything at smodcast.com still free. Just talking about when you come see us live at a Smodco house party, man. Because it ain't just any fucking house party, son. Smodco throws the mother of all. House parties, man. An audio pajama jammy jam. Spreading savings like you spread a pussy. Or ass cheeks. Tatas. All oh, the bird of sales was just flying, Shaggy. Look up. <laughs> Look at dogs like, what did I do? What did I do? I was just sitting here. I wasn't even eating poo this time. Yeah, don't fucking look at me weird, man. I've seen you eat fucking feces. You are... I'm smarter than you. I win. Once again, I fucking dominated you, you little shit eater. Yeah, I had help from the bird. Still, I am the master here, man. Except when it comes to the bird, because goddammit, the bird is just the master of me. Tell me what to do, Jonathan Livingston, sales goal, bird of salesmanship. This simple, kids. All this free Smodco shit comes with a price tag. If we're in your neck of the woods, come out and see our shit live, man. You hear that? That's a disco call. And guess what, y'all? Bird wants to sell you some shit. Right now, here's where you can see a live Smodco show, man. Pay us back for all the free funny we spent all over you. Like a, like a pussy, I said before. Or ass cheeks. Martetes, as previously mentioned. <laughs> um, for tickets to all these live shows, the URL is csmod.com, man. Bust it. csmod.com. S E E S M O D.com for those who can't spell. Uh, you don't even got to talk to another human being if you want to order some fucking tickets to a Smodco show, man. If you want to get this shit done, if you're like, I fucking hate fuckers, man. You don't have to talk to anybody. It's all done with ones and zeros these days, man. Ball bearings. It's all, come on, guys. It's all ball bearings these days. Right, Bird? Fucking hey, Bird. Speaking of ball bearing, man, Ralph fucking Garmin, he'd be bearing some balls that'll take a goddamn eye out or a city block. If legend is fucking to be believed, requires an entire army to transport those cantaloupes. You want to see him? Come to Hollywood Babylon live, man. See just how ballsy Ralph Garman could be right there, up there on the stage, man. Next show, Babylon, uh, Hollywood Babylon happening at uh, the John Lovitz Comedy Club Podcast Theater, September 29th. That's this weekend. 
uh, over uh, at Universal City Walk, our home. That's Babylon 99, man, leading into the following weeks. Babylon 100, 100, 100, 100, which we're doing in Reno, Nevada for some reason. October 6th, man. 100th show at the El Dorado Hotel in Reno, Nevada, man. You can come drop some shit in the slots, play a little poker. Oh, the bird likes poker, man. Birds like poker in the back, in the front, pick liquor in the back. Yeah, shit, yeah, bird's dirty. Dirty bird. Um, evening with Kevin Smith is happening October 13th in Boston. Baston, you massholes. At the Wilbur Theater, man. Come out, ask me anything on stage like a Reddit AMA. Except I'm doing it live time, man. Just doing it right there in front of you and shit. Not typing and whatnot. Um, tickets for that and any show we mentioned here is csmod.com, as previously talked about. Uh, Jay and Silly Bob get old. What if you're like, hey, man, I'm hearing a lot of talk about Kevin Smith and Ralph Garner. Where the fuck's the real brains in this operation? Mr. Jason Muse. Yeah, man, the Bird's a huge fan of Jason Muse. The only reason Mod coexists, right, Bird? Yeah, Bird's like, you better have fucking Jason Muse on the menu or I will punish you. And fire. Anger. Fucking no cable. Fuck you, Bird. Joke's on you. I live online. Shouldn't turn on the Bird like that. It's <laughs> a really bad idea. Start turning on the Bird. He's got a temper like an Irishman. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm too stoned and I'm amusing myself at this point. Jay and Silly Bob get old. As heard, uh, the bird is a huge fan of that show. Dramatic underscore for that moment. Uh, Jay and Tom Bob get old October 16th in Silver Spring, Maryland. You can be my Silver Spring. Uh, it's like fucking 10 minutes from Washington, D.C., man. It's close to a lot of shit. We're playing at the Fillmore Come on out and see Jay and Simon Bob get old. October 16th, three days before October 13th in Boston, me by myself. October 16th, me and Jason Muse, you can get a kind of twofer, and they're not too far away from one another. A little road trip and shit. Treat me like fish. Maybe not fish, per se, but like treat me like, what's a large underwater fish? Treat me like blowfish. Shit, that's the band you want to follow, man. Every stop, they're just like, mm, mm, mm. that's servicing a fucking fan base. Hollywood Babylon in Vegas happens October 20th, man, in Las Vegas at the Laugh Factory at Tropicana, October 20th, man. Uh, tickets for all these shows, as like I said, csmod.com, but uh, break it down, bird, for the free, man. Take it soft. Mm, yeah, free feels good. New pods this week. Very fucking free. Stick them in your ears, man. New episode of Smodcast. Uh, it's not me and Scott Mosier uh, this week. It's me and Vincent Pereira. We take a little break from me and Scotty Moe and Emo Kev. Vincent Pereira, the VSQ historian, man. He's going to tell you all sorts of stories about clerks you didn't fucking know, including cut scenes and weirdness that never made the shooting script that he remembers, man, because I've known him going back way in the day. Vincent's the first guy that said, hey, man, I want to be a filmmaker. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I got into film with Vinnie Prayer, man. It's a great conversation. A two-parter. Part one is on Smodcast. Part two is not on Smodcast the following week. The following week, Moj's back for more Emo Kev fun. Uh, part two is going to be on Smoothie Makers, uh, dropping this Wednesday. So you can hear 
part two of the Vinny conversation, and you want to because it's all about him making his movie, his indie flick, a better place, as well as trying to make another movie and getting fucked over by some Hollywood scumbag. Guess which one? Uh, listen to that episode of uh, of uh, Speaker to Origins with Vinny Pereira over on Smoothie Makers. I think it's number 13 or 14. I'm not quite sure, man. Um, while you're there, listen to all the Penny Marshall Smoothie Makers. Oh, they're fantastic. Four of them, man. Real education in film. Uh, she'll let you know how to do it all, man. And just an interesting, fascinating fucking woman. Listen to all the Smoothie Makers episodes. The Penny Marshall ones, man. Hit them up first. They're pretty fascinating. Uh, what else you got? Brand new Babylon this week from the Canyon Club in Agora Hills, man. Uh, it, it's a funny show. It's maybe not our strongest as we head into Babylon 100. Bird's like, don't be critical of your own shit. Uh, but it's still, definitely, it's fucking free. What do, you, what do you want, man? Me and Ralph fucking rocking it from the Candy Club in Agora Hills. Download that and listen to it to right the fuck now. New Fat Man on Batman, where me and uh, Mark Bernardin uh, talk about The Dark Knight Returns, uh, part one, the animated uh, movie they made of Frank Miller's Batman magnum opus. Listen to that. It's a great episode, man. It's a, it's a commentary track nobody asked for. Uh, we've got uh, Comic Book Men coming back to the airwaves on AMC. AMC, yes. AMC, yes. Copyright NBC from back in the fucking 80s. Uh, it starts October 14th uh, after The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead. 11.30 at night. Set your alarms, uh, kid, or fucking TiVo the shit out of it. Uh, get ready for the show by picking up Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash staff shirt like you see on the show that the boys wear, man. Go to jayandsilentbob.com is the address for all your fucking uh, needs uh, for wear and tear and whatnot. Meantime, I'm done horn, bird. Take us home, bird. Take us out of here, man. Oh, another fine Smodco podcast coming your way, children. Fly on the back of the bird of salesmanship with me. Jonathan Livingston Cell Goal, man. I love you, bird. Take my money and my heart. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I'm Matt Cohen, joined by Misty Dawn. And she even got the last name. Oh, it's my first name. You're the best. First name, last name, <laughs> the double name. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded, folks. Uh, it's a casual some night of the week. What night of the week is it? It's hump day. Yeah, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Happy hump day, folks. Do a little humping. Uh, we're just chilling here, drinking some beers, keeping things loose and fun. And something I like to do on nights in Wednesday nights or hump nights when I'm drinking beer and just hanging out is play a lot of fucking video games. And the uh, that's gentleman, like every night. that's like every night. And the <laughs> gentleman with us here today knows something about that. Uh, please welcome, without further ado, we uh, you might know him from Machinima and his show, The Kill Feed. Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't really happen anymore. We, okay. We, you, you that might got have, canceled. That's a really low blow, man. You That's might have really known him hard. from that. Fuck, I fucked it up already. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Ricky. Who do you go by? Ricky for the uh, win? Yeah, I guess that's my Twitter name. Uh, my, my last name's Hayberg. It's no okay. secret, but... It, uh, 
it's we it's it's not Ricky a very FTW. Like, friendly name. A lot of people have names that roll off the tongue, and mine I just feel like doesn't make any. I'm sense. never gonna I say your last name again, yeah, dude. Please, thank you. Um, when I do, when I refer to you in conversation to people, I always do Ricky FTW. Yeah. I think that's what the the Twitter handle covers all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How are you, man? So you, um, I know Ricky, and Misty knows Ricky through... Uh, I the f- just met him last night. Are you serious? Yeah, we went to Andrew yeah. WK together last we night. We partied I mean, hard. I, 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 you've met, seen, I've introduced you to before, him yeah. Yeah. millions but of times. But that was like the time we had to hang out. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, Ricky works uh, for a little company known as Machinima. Yeah, which, which me and Misty have done some fun stuff over there. Um, Great be- place. Willy Wonka we, of video games. It, that's mm-hmm. how I described it the first time I fucking walked in. I went in to do the live stream at like three in the morning um, with our buddy Matt Perez mora and it was literally that it was like fucking willy wonka's cat there's like nerf guns and yeah it's it it's the the real life embodiment of the movie grandma's boy I just except it's like brainasium we're, we're not we're not developing games but it, it's in the same kind of scope but yeah it's a great place to work i mean we have nerf gun fights at work there's and- nerf gun fights there's a crossfire table one time i was in the parking lot smoking a cigarette and i saw these some guys shoot a crossbow through a television TV, yeah. yeah we were there yeah we had battle bots recently which was like the coolest thing i've ever seen in the parking lot someone uh we had uh it's a show called Recnology where they take technology review it and then destroy it and the <laughs> recent one that i loved was they had uh, a roomba nice and they strapped a gun to the top of the Roomba and that I was its weapon. Picture. And like a uh, real other, gun? No, well it was an airsoft gun. Oh, okay. It was a, it was it was a prop. Let's make that all clear. Right, but it was right. uh, against a battle bot which had absolutely no problem completely destroying this thing. That's it was, awesome. It blew it like 10 feet in the air and just it exploded basically. So yeah. needless to say it's a fun place to work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do battle bot. Uh, um <laughs> where did you grow up, dude? Uh, I grew up in Florida, which is the worst place exactly. in America. Exactly. Yeah, it's either this is this is how I describe Florida. It's either Really old people, or people who went to Daytona Beach in the seventies and then decided that hey, hey, this is better than the Northeast. I want to move here, and that's that's what my parents did. They were like, oh, they really? vacationed there, and they're like, this is where we're gonna live. And then I was I was raised in that in, wait, in n- non-culture. Society. I got I got a line for Florida. I always say Florida, the place where date rape and sadness was invented. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're it's accurate. it's the most horrible place in America. It, it really is, it, especially because like I got out at you know not a young age, but. You know, nineteen, I left and and went out on the road, and it's just like I, I was like, oh wow, this is this is what real life is, and and it's something, and I always I always talk shit about Florida, and I it's something a lot of people are, are like, what Florida? That seems nice. It's like beaches and yeah, no. If no. you haven't spent a lot of time there, I think that the, there's a, a common misconception that Florida is like some kind of resort paradise. Well, yeah, that's the thing is it, it, when people talk about Florida, they talk about Miami Beach. Disney World. Disney World. That's European. If you talk to anyone from England and they're Disney like, World. "Oh, you're from Florida? I go to Florida all the time." Like, yeah, what? you've been to Disney World. That's not even a real. That's totally. an imaginary. Yeah. It's an imaginary place yeah. surrounded by the worst part of fucking yeah, exactly. Florida and like, most or, dangerous. Part Orlando. Too. Yeah. Holy shit! Terrible like, place. I, I've spent most of my time in like Miami, Fort Lauderdale, yeah. and I still know it's the worst place on the planet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, so, like, go to another place in Florida, you're quadruply fucked. And the Tallahassee. thing is, too, is, is if you go five miles away from the coast, a lot of people don't consider Florida the south. And, it, and, and, and I guess is. they could be right. There's there A lot of the south, you, you consider that like a rednecky type of place. Florida takes that to the next level, and if you go five miles inland from the coast, it is pure white trash. Dude, like, I... cars trailers. up on bricks in people's front yards. My, it's it's the craziest, most staggering, like, uh, class distinction I've seen in America. Like, so, um, I have family down in, like, Boca Raton, which yeah. is, like, the Jewish fucking capital... Very nice place. ...of Florida. Very nice. All yeah. old people in, like, fucking nice cars and shit like that. 
super fancy and boring and horrible. You drive five minutes like inland from the ocean, it turns to the ghetto. It's a completely different it, place. Like, yeah. like ghetto instantly. Like yeah. like they're like all these rich old Jewish people are shopping like at supermarkets a block away from crack houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's we accurate. Used, we used to drive down there all the time because I'm from Kentucky, so mm. it was like eight hours to drive down there. To like, like Pensacola? We go like Pensacola, Destin, Panama, Panhandle, yeah. Daytona. Destin, Destin Florida. Well, uh, Destin, I, The yeah. Panhandle is, is, a, is a great thing because it's a mixture of the beach cities, but there it, it's not old white people there. It's, it's, it's straight pure, up redneck. It's, it's pure it, trash. If you're going, oh, yeah. if you're going to like mean, Destin, you're going there to go shark fishing or barracuda fishing. And or, or chill or on the white sand. Yeah. We'd beaches. always get a condo or like a condo, but like those ones you could rent. I did that in Destin too with my family. That. We rented like an apartment, like a furnished apartment. Yeah, and you just hang out on the beach for a little bit, and you never leave, and then you eat a bunch of shrimp, and then you. Don't and can leave. I say something weird? Uh, this is a total non sequitur, but I went paragliding in Destin. Parasailing? Yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. With an uncle who's now an ex uncle. Mm-hmm. He was really creepy up on the fucking paragliding. Well, now you know thing. why he's an ex uncle. It was like he was making really inappropriate jokes, and I think he was trying to be funny. But I was like. 11 and it was super fucking scarring for well me. the thing about parasailing too is because i did it obviously growing up there like it was like uh, i guess it's a rite of passage almost in florida to go parasailing it's or ride boring a jet ski. but yeah you get up there and you're like wow this is really exciting fucking and then you sit up there and it's dead silent boring and, and it, there's nothing to do no up there. you're it's like, like i could you get the same experience going on a, on a plane ride Anywhere that you well, would do it's parasailing. It's that fun takeoff and the landing, but once you get up there, you're like, this is a thrill fucking thing. Yeah. Landing's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't fun, fun but I, I fucked with the jet skis and all that stuff. I guess growing up in Florida, you kind of have to do that stuff, right? It's the only way to pass the time because there's yeah. literally nothing to do. I mean, out here in Kids LA, in the de- I lo- there's a concert every night. There's great yeah. bars to go to, whatever. In Florida, you go fishing or you sit at home and play video games. And I feel like it's like in any place that's kind of isolated like that geographically. Like in the desert, it's all ATVs. Yeah. Whereas in Florida, it's all fucking jet skis. Well, and, and then there's ATVs inland. That's oh, the there thing. are too, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I did a lot of that too. You, there'd be trails out in the woods. And yeah, you just, I grew up with four-wheelers. Everyone has, a, ha, everyone has a friend with a four-wheeler. Uh-huh. And you just take them out there and go nuts. We, I grew up on the river, so we always went like skiing and inner tubing and but jumping that, off dams Needless to say, stuff. a lot of people don't have that freedom to be able to do no, that crazy which is cool. Which is cool about the South is you can kind of just go off and do whatever. You can play outside endlessly. Exactly, yeah. And, and, and it's like... Here you would never have the chance to do that. Mm-mm. So many and, people. Yeah, exactly. And there's no space. There's no space to do that. So it's, mean, it, that's one of the good things was I feel like I had a lot of freedom growing up that a lot of people totally, may, I maybe mean, didn't we, have. We were discussing on the last episode with Mike, uh, Mike Marana from Pete and Pete, who grew up in Brooklyn. I grew up in Long Island, which is far from fucking wilderness. But it's it's yeah. like there's there were forests like two minutes from my house. Like yeah. if I ever wanted to walk into the woods, I could and I did often. Mm-hmm. In fact, like in high school. That's where I found my first porno. Dude, uh. I sp- What's up with that? I sp- every every guy everyone, has a story about creepy porn in the woods. You, I didn't you were find born porn before the 90s. That's, the how you fun, that's how you found your first naked woman, was you found a crusty old magazine in out the in the middle of the woods. That's awesome. And you didn't think about where it came from because it was probably just some grody homeless guy See, flipping through it and getting the pages See, how, stuff how old together. Are, how old and are we're are just you? flipping through it as kids, like, yeah, this is great. Look how, at these titties. How old are you, dude? Uh, 28. I'm the same exact age. Um,. I didn't, I see, I had a, I feel like we were on the cusp of porn. Yeah. Because when I, first couple years, it was all like fucking whatever magazine I could find. Meaning yeah, exactly. like, meaning like people or like Entertainment Weekly or yeah. like hoping for a You're sexy. Oh, no joke, ads. no joke. Hoping for a sexy ad in the newspaper or some shit. Yeah, no joke. I think uh, the first time I ever tried to get a boner was to Chun Li. 
from nice. uh, from Street Fighter in I think that's uh, commendable, like, dude. Games GameSpot no, yeah, 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 totally. or uh, uh, Nintendo but, Power. But anyway, quickly within that two years, I remember vividly printing out the the play Sable's Playboy pictures. Sable mm-hmm. the wrestler did Playboy, and I printed them out because it was before I could get like buy pornography, yeah. and that was the turning point because you couldn't look at internet porn because it loaded way too slow. Oh yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Your parents yeah. could walk in, but I realized you could print out internet porn and like hide it in the bathroom. And, oh, that's yeah, genius. And that's I, how I, I got to well, I, I was talking right. about this with my friends tonight because we, we had this thing where um, wh- whichever friend's parents weren't home at the time, we would go after, uh, I think this was like eighth grade or something, like right when the internet was like everyone was kind of getting AOL in their place. Mm-hmm. And we would open like three windows. We would open like three windows and uh, get get the real player tiny thumbnail like, rake, video video it? going and we'd pause it and wait for it to buffer the whole way and we'd just go outside and like, Blow shit up and then, and then come watch... back in, and we'd all sit around and go, "Whoa, this is together." Crazy. You would oh, watch... yeah. wait a minute. I'm on the same page as her. You would collectively watch porn with. Yeah, it of... wasn't like we were. Most guys have. I've we were the we first time masturbating. Saw... Yes. We were not masturbating. The... We were just like, "Holy shit, we found this!" Oh my god, let's watch the glory that is internet porn. I think I was at in its like very th- like beginning. Of its, its I think existence. I was in like fifth grade, and we were in some camp trip, like up in some condo in the mountains somewhere, and someone had like a old porn VHS. And that was the first, it was like 12, 20 dudes in a room, like fucking seeing their first. I like, thought you were describing the scene. I was like, no, no, oh, no. Well, I think that. Like today you can do it privately. You I'm don't need phone. It was a group effort back then. I remember you when I turned. You know, you're right. It was. I remember my friend. Everyone had to come together to, very to be able to do this. I remember my friend Brandon Zinn found a stack of old Playboys in his dad's closet and he called up like 10 dudes and we all went over yeah. over to school. And look through the pictures, and all I remember is commenting on how hairy every chick was. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had friends that had those secret stacks, too, and we would just be like, I don't really know what, I lo- what I'm looking at, but I know that I can't do it, so yes. that's, that's what's really making it awesome. It was also before porn got kind of modern. When it, I, I, like, I thought every vagina, I was so scared of just hair everywhere, because yeah, yeah. every naked woman I'd seen porn-wise when I was a kid was just like old 70s shots of like giant bushes and shit. Yeah, I think that's why I have such an obsession with MILFs these days, you know, just trying to chase <laughs> that dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. So you grew up in Florida, you looked at a lot of porn. Uh, oh, that's a good... <laughs> that's a good uh, well, so, but, but other in the outdoorsy stuff uh, you don't you don't you don't strike me as an indoor kid even though you wound up in video games uh yeah well that was the thing was i i was into a lot of like uh not mainstream sports i guess but this was still when like frisbee, I, I did a lot of frisbee golf and no, bocce no, no, ball. no i i did do a lot of bmx okay right on uh because that was i mean relatively new and then i did a lot of skateboarding for those of you like who that. don't know those are the little bikes yeah, yeah never, not, not motocross but the pedal, the pedal i've version. never done a bmx but it always like and, and I know it's super badass and cool, but it's always so funny to me that they're on like, these tiny little clown bikes. Uh, well, it's not clown bikes, yeah. but it's they're not. Small. It's not a motocross. I feel like they're circ. They're circishly small. Yeah, they're no, they're they're regular. They're regular size. No, are they? They're like what you yeah. would buy at the store. Like if you, I mean, a basic version would be like a huffy from the store. See, I always thought they were lower down to the ground. Or oh something, no, no, or, no, no. Okay, it's, See, it's just it's it's bicycle motocross. BMX. Obviously, yeah. So that's I did a lot of that, but yeah, I mean. Since I can even remember, I mean, I had the Sega Master System growing up, and and the thing was with my dad was every A that you get on your report card, you can get a video game. That's so fun, dude! Literally, the last show we were talking, uh, it was the same sort of reward. Everyone had a video game reward system. I feel like when we were kids, it was well, yeah, such and a I big would deal. imagine that it's almost the same now, where it's like 
If you get an A, I'll buy you an I'll bucks. buy you an app for your I'll buy you uh, iPad. I, yeah. I'll buy you a fucking iPad. I'm well, I mean, sure. yeah, with sixty yeah, yeah, bucks, yeah, this is the eighties, as my dad refers to as the Reagan years. So the money was really, uh, you know, coming was in, flowing. Yeah, yeah. You could drop <laughs> yeah. sixty-five bucks on Snoopy. I mean, my dad was blue collar, but it was the it was the Reagan years. Well, and where we're from too, like uh, it's just uh, money goes a lot farther. And I think doing video games because I I did sports too, and I did tons of video games because there's nothing to do. Yeah, there. there's nothing else to do, and yeah. it's all like outside. It's free and accessible. Where like you live a big city space is such a premium like, yeah. you did you nothing to do. did you have a console growing up i had every console do you from and do you i had every console from atari and to playstation one and then i stopped for a little well bit. my question is this do you remember a time where there wasn't a console in your house no okay and you, you're the same, same way yeah. and i'm the same way and i think that's definitely distinct to our generation of like yep. there was a nintendo in my room when i like my grandma bought me a tv the day i was born or something and then like there was a nintendo before i could consciously yeah know there was always a tv was. in my room which is weird now because uh, i mean i don't really have necessarily to speak a tv in my room but i do have to watch netflix to go to sleep and i think that's something that's ingrained in my psyche from too, growing up with a tv in my room i'm so bad with silence and oh that's it's just, terrible that's just a, like a therapy session in general but like even walking i from, can't let my mind think walking <laughs> from my car to the elevator yeah i'll put on like a video on my iphone because yeah, like exactly. silence fucking kills yeah i'll really? listen to music or put yeah. on put you on do the same thing i need whatever. something yeah. to constantly yeah see Every- i like I, I have a tv in my room but i like not having a tv in my room i like quiet the only thing i like is like an ambient sound like a fan or something consistent but i don't like sound no i need yeah, you, yeah. you've well, got weird <laughs> thing you've got weird like television distinction rules like the few you've napped over here if i if I take a nap or I'm sleeping anyway, the TV, if it's on a show or something, it has to be something I've seen a million times. Oh, yeah, Otherwise, that's for I focus, sure, yeah. focus on it. If it's something new that I'm just like, like even though I'm trying to sleep. I was, she was going to sleep once and I was trying to watch a TV show. She's like, you can't watch this. And I was like, why? You're about to fucking go to sleep. And she was like, it'll wake me up if it's something I don't know. Have either of you ever done this? Have you ever watched... Uh, and like this is going back further too because back when infomercials were like an hour long, did you ever watch an I infomercial that. that that you had seen like a million times and you're like, oh my it's god, the yes. Chef Tony I infomercial. Do. I'm gonna I go do. to sleep I st- to this. I still yeah. do. Oh yeah, I've pulled it up on YouTube to watch old Chef Tony like Super Slicer. Uh, if there's an infomercial, I like because the problem is too. I have Directv and this is such a such a problem. Uh, it's East Coast f- programming, so at yeah. like midnight, most of the You're cable channels turn into paid programming. So every night when I go to sleep, I have like ID, History Channel, BBC America, or just infomercials. And a lot of times, I'll be too lazy to find my remote, and I'll find myself watching like an hour-long, inter- like being so into it. Like, oh, the Brazilian I, oh, yeah. butt lift is a great infomercial. I've been <laughs> close to buying like fucking juicers and knives and like... You, oh my God, every, yeah. every, every Christmas, as a joke, I would get my mom... Whatever the big infomercial was that year, and to this day I still do. Like uh, last year, I got her the tomato hanger. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I think my mom has that. My mom has that too. Yeah, yeah. The topsy turvy. That's That's exactly what I got her last year. Yeah, it's always like it's been a it's been like almost a tradition to where like I bought her the super slicer when I was young. That's awesome. I I am a uh, a slave to marketing. Apparently, do you (laughs) do you remember what games you were playing growing up as a kid? Like what some of your favorites were? Um, yeah, the the game that I uh, the Two games specifically that I remember on the Sega Master System that I grew up on were Ghostbusters. Okay, and uh, that was the over was the it, it was Outrun, I believe, was the, the car the, game. The Ghostbusters was the um, over the top point, of, uh, the overhead point of view one. It was the one that looked like you remember the original Grand Theft Auto. Yes, I had That's, that Ghostbusters for, yes. for Nintendo, though. Oh, okay, yeah. It was basically the same thing, and then, like, the uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow would jump I, back and forth across the I door. Can, I feel like most movie ports were that. Yeah. 
Gremlins, Back to the F- like they were yeah. all that overhead fucking yeah. not good Ninja no, Turtles. Speaking of great movie ports, wasn't remember the Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice was just that was a straight in, that was incredibly hard. The it Beetlejuice one was so incredibly hard. hard. We tried it recently, we couldn't get past the first level. Yeah, yeah it's I impossible. I remember getting that from uh, we had a store called Video Library, which was like it was like a, I guess a blockbuster version, but back then. And I remember renting that and and crying and telling my dad, "Take this back! I can't even get anywhere." At it. Like the Lion King on I, SNES. Oh, I lo- love the it was Lion so King. So fucking hard. Though. I still own uh, my SNES. I, I play. Uh, I recently, I ran through Aladdin. Which I'm is just the original parkour game. It is, and gets particularly hard in the fire pits on the carpet. Yeah. I remember that oh, I being. I forgot about how much I love that the thing game. Is, even even uh, the other day when I was playing it, I still pulled out a pad of paper and I would write down the passwords That's once awesome. you got past the level. I, yeah. It's like, okay, Jafar. That was Tiny. Punch Out was the big password. Yes, yeah, one exactly. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still never beaten Mike. Oh, <laughs> have you? I've seen it, but I don't think I've, I've ever seen it him. done. I don't know yeah. how. It's, I've still never beaten fucking Tiger Dalsim. Nah. The guy with the turban who like... Dis- oh, no, no, no. I've beaten him. I th- I've never... You have to look at the diamond in his head. Isn't I, that that one? Yeah, and then you got a fucking uppercut, but I can never yeah. get it. I, I've still never gotten past I can get past, past that one. But <laughs> yeah, it. I had... Uh, it was Sega... The timeline for my games were Sega Master System, Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, and then I. it was when PlayStation 1 and I think the N64 came out. So you never had time. a Genesis... No, no, I wasn't a Genesis kid, but I would go over to my friend's house to play Mortal Kombat because the SNES version wouldn't have blood in it. It didn't. do the uh, but, blood code on But uh, I played the Game Gear version of Mortal oh, wow. Kombat, incidentally, which did have a blood code that I have tattooed, I that I have tattooed on my body wow. to this day. That's the uh, Mortal Kombat Game Gear blood code. Wow. 212 down up. Formative experience in my childhood. <laughs> uh, I, I had Nintendo Genesis, Game Boy Game Gear, Super Nintendo, N64... PlayStations and the Wii. I never had an Xbox. I never had a GameCube. See, I went PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, then got into original Xbox and then Xbox 360. And now, this week, I just purchased my uh, custom PC. Oh, nice, dude. Very, very excited. That's my next move for fucking me, too. I've I've been getting closer and closer. What'd you get? Um, I'd have to pull it up, but I got, uh, I mean, I, I know the you didn't get an Alienware the, uh, or No, 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 no. I, uh, I had friends from work who have a lot more experience in this than me, uh, help me build it. So I got the, uh, the, uh, was it the Intel, uh, 2500K, i5 2500K processor, nice. um, graphic card. I have no idea. I took their word for it. They were like, this will play Battlefield 3 at max settings. What kind that's of PC the, gaming do you do? Uh, well, none yet, but that's what I want. That, I mean, uh, when I was about, I would say... 16 to 18 um and i may be off in the time frame um but counter-strike the original counter-strike i remember it was well. that was the game we that... were way younger than that dude we were like 15 okay we were like yeah 14 yeah. or 15 so i had a the house pc and it would barely run it but i would play the balls off of that game and then me and my friends would go to the coffee shop because they had uh not even like a legit land it was like maybe four computers okay. And we would sit there, and it would be That's open awesome. twenty four hours. And we played Counter Strike all uh, night long. W- I, we were Counter Strike. I never liked because it was too realistic. It was the get shot once, and you have to wait to respawn like fifteen yeah. minutes later. Team Fortress, we played the fuck out of. And I, yep. weirdly, weirdly enough, Unreal Tournament was the game where, I, where like in my yeah. school, that was like the online shooting game that everyone dug. I was big into Starcraft. I I, I didn't play that, but I 
logged thou like probably two thousand something hours into Warcraft, but that was on my Mac laptop. See, I never fucked with Warcraft, and that's why I want to get a PC now because I just played Diablo on my Mac, and it was not a Same. fun, not a fun fucking yeah, experience it's, it's for me. The the frame rate is garbage, and it's just uh, too glitchy. Like I, I wanna... didn't really like it that much in general. Like I played through it, I got to. Uh, Whatever the one before uh, hell is, I think it was is. I did the same. I don't. No, no, I got to hell. I didn't get to inferno. I don't think I beat it. I kind of gave up. It was yeah. Boring. It was just yeah. It got really boring and it's repetitive. Just and, clicking. It's yeah. the click game. There's nothing to do but click. And, like, and I and I thought it would be like you know you group up with some friends and take it down together, but it became where when you would jump up in with your friends, you would jump to a different part of the game, and that kind of like irked me. Totally, I guess yeah. if it was like a kind of like an ADD thing the where one, I was like, I don't want to jump around and the one time I ever played with a friend, shout out to Justin Renard at Framerate <laughs> on Twitter. Help me beat a boss that like I had to I did three characters to try to beat this boss. Oh, I got backpacked through Diablo every time. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I should have done that. But no, that was my last big computer gaming thing. Diablo the boss, not the game. I played the game all the way through, but the The boss. Yeah, yeah the yeah, boss, yeah. yeah. Uh so do you do you remember I mean how does one become a professional video gamer, as it were? Is this something you kind of fell into? I mean, is this I'm something not, you set out to do? I wouldn't consider myself a professional video gamer by any stretch working of the imagination. The, I mean, but, working yeah. in the video game industry, as it were. Um, the main thing that I got into it by was, um, I mean, I I learned, uh, you know, on Avid when I was in high school. I went to a, I was in the visual performing arts program at the high school, so I learned Avid and then Final Cut was coming out so i learned that and photoshop and all that stuff so those were things that helped me get it but the main thing that helped me get it was uh i mean i i toured with bands a whole bunch so i had like some really cool stories about the bands he would i had a a stacked resume because of like touring with bands and had done everything for them let's do that for a second so out out of high school you move out of florida what's your move um well i I actually (laughs) i actually attempted to go to uh community college for a while and that was terrible and then i I mean i was working at applebee's and going to community college and then uh there was this band uh, my friend's band from first to last um and they were about to do the warp tour and they were like we need a driver for warp tour and uh, and it was the summertime and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i want to do this really badly and i I remember telling my dad i'm like hey i'm flying to la in one week and he goes if you leave home you're never allowed to come back oh wow how old were you uh 19 okay and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's an old enough age. Yeah, <laughs> see ya, fine. And uh, if you were like 12, I would have been like, your yeah, dad exactly, was a yeah, mean it's a little, guy. little bit risky. But also, yeah, so they shouldn't have a 12 year old driver. Exactly, that would yeah, be a terrible idea. That would be, be irresponsible. It could be really fun. That yeah. would be irresponsible. It'd be exciting, but yeah. Uh, so I I went on tour with them on the first Warp tour, and they ended up having like a really shitty merch guy, like the guys who sells T-shirts and CDs at the booth. And uh, whenever I would wake up from my drive, I would just go out there and just do it for him. And I turned out to be way better at doing that. And uh, so I started doing that for them. And, you know, through the years, touring with a bunch of bands, them, I was doing video for them on the road. Uh, what, was what was the name of the band again? From first to last. And were, they, did they, were they a big, pretty big band? And they were scene? a pretty big band in, you know, there was a whole... You know, mid early two thousands to late two thousands, there was the big screamo. Oh yeah, no, I was like, they sound really familiar. You're gonna yeah. have to, now for a for a pretty die in the wool fucking fish head over here. You're gonna have to explain oh, okay. screamo for me. It's like, uh, it's like hardcore. Yeah, it's like hardcore too. with uh, singing and screaming. I okay, guess. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. It's weird. Like, and and my buddy the other night tried to put on. I can't remember who it was. And and I know we'll definitely get into the music because I know you're big into music. Yeah. But I've definitely found the one kind of music I can't do. And it's like hardcore punk screaming shit. Yeah. And it, it, I was in the car the other night. My buddy put a song on and I went, oh, 
And he went, what's wrong? And I went, it literally hurts my fucking brain <laughs> for some reason. Like, yeah, I, it I takes mean, a while to get used to. It's I the think. one thing I can't well, vibe was, to. Yeah. yeah and, and growing up, I was just always, and still to this day, I'm into really aggressive music. Uh, re- like, regard, I mean, I was huge into like Slipknot and, and all that stuff. And, System of a Down, the and opposite Rage of my kind of machine. fucking music, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that eventually led into there was uh, this label, Victory Records, and they kind of like became I shit. Love they became <laughs> shit, absolute shit. But back in late nineties, early two thousands, they were putting out really good stuff. Like I listened to a lot of Hatebreed, uh, yeah. Snapcase, Boy Sets Fire. Like the you name hate, kid? the name Hatebreed yeah. scares me, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, but that's I, what I was into. I was like, I just want to go to shows and mosh and kick people in the ever, face. Did like, you ever go to Crazy Fest in Louisville? No, but I've heard of it. That's at the. Is that the one that's at the like the old rundown oil factory or something? Oh uh, like no, it's that? down. It's downtown. Oh okay. Like on no, the I river. The hard, I've definitely huge. heard of it. By far the hardest music I'm into is Gogo Bordello. Oh, fantastic! But yeah, they're not Eastern really European. Uh, yeah, 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 gypsy punk. Yeah, gypsy. And punk. like that's the only show I've ever been in a mosh pit in my entire life. Oh, okay, yeah. And like it's terrifying. Yeah. Well, no, and and that mosh pit can't even. I'm sure doesn't dude. hold a candle I'm to sure. the fact that no. when, when we were going to shows, it was. You can either do karate moves or yep. stay away. Do you remember Mosh Girl? That yeah. meme, like the oh old yeah, yeah, yeah. Meme. The, the where she's two stepping. Yeah. yeah. Well, even oh. going to Google shows, I, I must. I've probably been to like twenty Google shows, and I don't do the pit anymore. I yeah. stopped like three shows ago because I was like, I'm too fucking old for this. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. It's not what fun. What do they do in the pit? At Google Rodella like show? punch people. <laughs> they do really. Like it's insane. It's super super it just aggressive. Seem like I'm used to going to like shows where they do that, but not like it's super I don't aggressive because Google has this whole air of like debauchery and drunkenness and just like let's yeah. all get drunk and fucking fight and have sex and well, stuff. Well, everyone's trying to be the toughest guy in the center totally. of, the, of the pit. But unfortunately, it's not the toughest guys I can deal with because I just stiff arm that shit. Yeah. Like I learned, I, it's funny that I learned like pit etiquette. Like if there's a dude being a little too crazy and fucking bumping into people, I'd wait a few seconds and just toss him kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the toss move of just like get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. 13-year-old girls is what I have a problem with because yeah. at one point, I, I got punched in the face, flat out punched in the face, that. and it was like a 12-year-old girl, and I had a real weird moment of like, I really want to like remove her physically, but I can't. Yeah. It's yeah. super fucked up, so then I stopped doing I stopped doing the pit. Because anytime yeah. somebody touched a girl, I remember it shows like all the guys would, they would stop then, and they're like, what the fuck, why'd you touch that girl? Yeah, yeah everyone would jump on that. Yeah. Just, be... I, was, I was so tired of coming home covered in other people's sweat and blood. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you I know, think I'm an adult now. But that, was, uh, that was part of the fun, I think. And it, yeah, yeah, last night, that was oh, so much fun. Oh, last night was a perfect example of it. I mean, it was there was people so going nuts in that crowd. We literally, yeah. last night we discovered our elements while you guys were like raging and stave diving in Andrew W. UK, I was hanging out with like nerds at the Pete and Pete reunion, <laughs> and I swear to God, I had a minimum of like, would I rather be an Andrew WK? I'm so happy with my decisions in life. Being I was, the there, I was like, Pete. I really like to see the Pete and Pete thing, but I'm going to see him tomorrow, and I really want to stage That's dive. That's so funny. Tonight. See, no, I was the opposite. I was like, <laughs> and yeah. she did stage dive. Nice. I, I, I am I've, a witness I, of it. I've yet to. I, I've never staged. There's not much it's stage most, diving at string. If you want to like like talk a about, dude, but for a chick, it's like so fun because people do it forever because you're like smaller, you know, yeah, like a six foot dude trying to do it, and it's just like floating. And you but this is a perfect example of a different kind of kind of pit or show or whatever is yeah. the shows that I used to go to everyone did this thing called head walking which I'm sure that you've seen Misty where you basically get on stage and run off stage and see how far you can run into the crowd by stepping on everyone's heads yeah that's kind of fucked yeah. up <laughs> yeah it's, it's really fucked up and it's up. always some huge six foot dude yeah, some really like, fat guy yeah it's super fucked up like I've seen Gogol is like my one experience into this world I feel like because there's stage diving and shit like that and like the f- I think it was like my second show ever uh Eugene, they they have like a big marching bass yeah, with drum. The big drums and they float it out to the crowd and he rides and then on he it, rides right? on yeah. it. 
but he pulled up a chick and ate her out <laughs> at like the fucking it was at like um uh what's that fucking venue do you know new york venues at all webster hall oh yeah i've at, been to webster hall yeah. it was at yeah, webster hall and it was just super fucking random and i yeah. was like what the fuck is going on at this <laughs> show man it's fun though i don't yeah, Misty, you didn't go to Fish, but I, I brought Matt. It's it's definitely a unique. I've uh, had so many friends that listen to Fish, and I just get I I guess I haven't done shrooms and listened to it. That's what it is, dude. <laughs> yeah. I can hook you up. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely a unique experience. You know what I mean? Because let's get into music a little bit. We'll we'll float around uh, streaming consciousness type shit. I before Fish, I never really had a musical identity. I listened to whatever was like. Yeah. I had a mixtape with like Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. Five. On. Oh yeah, I'm positive. I think like everyone it. had that in their mix. You know what I mean? I just listened to whatever was on like fucking TRL on the radio. Yeah. And I there were no. It's weird where I grew up in Long Island. It's a very like homogenized kind of fucking suburban thing, and there weren't. I'm sure there were like three goths and three heavy metal kids and three punk kids but it, there were no scenes so i wasn't exposed to different musical scenes yep. until i got into fish really and it was like this hippie kind of stoner thing it's interesting so i missed the boat on like like i've never heard of every band ever yeah every time <laughs> i say something i'm like you've never heard it. like I think yeah. you, you never heard of the get up kids oh get up never kids. in my life i've Unreal. never heard of any fucking Amazing. band yeah, i great. like i've listened to arcade fire and i was like oh my god you guys have you heard of arcade fire like, <laughs> like 10 people years are like their first album came out 10 years ago yeah they won like a grammy already dude yeah they're <laughs> incredibly talented yeah and like i'm like i discovered them <laughs> it's yeah. a small canadian outfit uh <laughs> Uh, that's a, it's just weird. But music. yeah, that was the thing was uh, with us was it was let's see how far down you could dig until you found something that no one else that has no heard one else of. Actually yeah. heard so of. we would we were going to shows in people's garages. Oh yeah, and, and in their bedrooms, basement shows. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it was it was Churches? crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tons of, especially in Florida, that was a lot of uh, there was a lot of church shows. Huge, it's weird right? where I and, I, and like and I the always, most violent shows happened at the church yeah. shows. Ironically. I always think like fuck, did I miss out on this shit? But I genuinely don't think this stuff was occurring where I'm from i there were no, no music there were no music venues oh, but you def- in manhattan there were you guys had a really violent hardcore scene in manhattan, yeah, you guys but had not long crazy I, not long yeah. island though and as like a 14 year old kid no because yeah. i like that guy i dated boston in New is Jersey. the scariest yeah. yeah you know the guy i dated in jersey like they have that there and they have for a long time it's just you didn't let's put it this way it. this is how this is how afraid this i had mad ball this is how afraid i am yeah. of fucking <laughs> hard music i thought i always assumed the band rancid I always assumed the band Rancid was like Pantera or Slayer <laughs> yeah. or Megadeth just based on the name. And then I heard it and was like, oh, it's like fucking 311. <laughs> if you look at like it in retrospect, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's when, like 311 it, it meets out, Sublime. It, it's, yeah, I mean, if I – listen, anyone that like listens to like punk or hardcore punk, if you go back and listen to a Rancid record that you've never heard of, you're like, wow, this is poppy as fuck. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's ska. It's like Mighty Mighty Ballstones, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like it's something I can totally deal with, whereas like Slayer – like because. It's weird. Slayer is a big influence of Fish, and I've tried a million times. I can't fucking do it. Oh, it's so good. I can't really? do it, man. Yeah, it's the uh, one kind of music. My favorite Slayer song is Gemini. I don't even know what that is. It's it's decisively the one kind of music I can't and never have done. You know what I mean? Like I hate Metallica. Oh, I just saw them recently. Like it was you know what I mean? It's weird. It's just I never grew up with that being. I grew up with like music Queen and everything though. Like my dad was like super into Led Zeppelin and Pink oh, yeah, Floyd, yeah. and my dad was like a hippie. <laughs> my, my dad was Southern rock, the Damn Yankees, Leonard Skinner, Alabama. But uh, the first the first album that I ever bought with my own money was Metallica's Black Album on cassette. Mine was Green Day Dookie. I had I, that was the first CD I ever bought was Green my, Day Dookie. and then my second was Salt and Pepper, Very Necessary. Oh wow, you went. Really I want to shoot, baby. And then you I really bought, went to the opposite end of that. 
spectrum. I bought the Shack single. Oh, I'm God. fantastic. I'm wow. Shacktastic or I'm fantastic. It Let's was just good. Say Shacktastic because it's yeah. way better. It was really good. There was a Shack Fu song too, but I didn't have that. <laughs> I didn't have that. And I bought Whoop. There it is on single CD. Yeah, I remember. But um, it was it was strange. I just because like you said, your parents were into fucking Misty's parents were into Skinner and all that, and your parents were into like cool Southern rock. My parents were into like fucking Kenny G. <laughs> and my parents That's are rough. giant stoner like were hippies but music was never their thing like i recently inherited my parents record collection like and it's i'll look at some Not names inherited, right now that sounds like al green's greatest hits <laughs> the ozark mountain band uh teddy pendergrass wow. like my dad was into pure black soul musicians the the one uh, the one record that stands out from my childhood that my dad had was and this was what he was the most proud of was um he bought this Leonard Skinner album like the day it came out. And then him and his buddies went to go see their show. And then two nights later, they got in that plane crash. Oh, and wow. a bunch of them died. And so the record cover was them standing in a fire oh, with, wow. with like all these burning buildings That's and trippy. stuff. So the week after uh, that the plane crash happened, they pulled all those records off the shelves and Jamie put out a covers. plain black cover with I them standing on it. And he has the original album cover with them standing in the I'd plane. W- I worked at a Blockbuster video. So that's mine when he passes. I got one of those. That's I worked cool. at a Blockbuster video and next door was a record store. And I used to like steal the um, promotional material that would come in for movies and trade them. And I got the Tenacious D record with the dead babies on it that discontinued. Yeah. Like Tenacious D, Tenacious D, the first album had like bloody corpse babies in their hands and they like took that off the fucking shelf. So I got one of those. I just realized I have the Tramps Disco Inferno on oh vinyl. My God. A classic. Burn fucking baby burn. That's See, what got, my parents. I got like Leonard Skinner ones, Pink Floyd, Cash, uh, my mom loved the cars. I like, I wish, I wish. Things. When my mom was looking over a record collection, she was like, I'm going to send you most of the things, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going to keep Fleetwood Mac and James Taylor. Yeah, oh, I, I got like, some Fleetwood Mac. I was like, I'm okay with, Fleet, I'm okay with Mac, you yeah. keeping that shit. Yeah. Thunder only happens when it's raining. Exactly, dude. <laughs> um, do you watch Mighty Boosh? Uh, I've seen episodes. One of my favorites yeah. ever. It's just such a random line, but it's, um, they're at a party and some guy's DJing and he's like, what are you going to play? And he's like, Fleetwood Max Tusk in its entirety with the pauses as Lindsey Buckingham originally intended. Wow. So that's where I go to every time I hear Fleetwood. Um, you're super into music. You're working warp tour. You're working different bands. How did you parlay that into video gaming? Um, okay. So, I mean, so I'd always done production stuff. Um, you know, videos on the road. Uh, I ran their, I ran a lot of the, like, especially from first to last, like I would help run their MySpace pages when that was out and stuff like Is that. Is it not still out? I'm on MySpace every day. <laughs> Guys, check me out. On, have you ever gone to your, My, do you still? Uh, I, I do. When I do uh, on Twitter, they have the throwback Thursday. So I'll go to my MySpace page and pull an old picture. But yeah, it, it still exists, but I can't imagine that anyone it's like, logs it's on come that. Back. It's like being an archaeologist. Yeah. I was so bummed when, check this out. Friendster, you guys remember? Did you Friendster? still have? I, I, I never, I never go had to Friendster one. now. It's not. It I never exist. had one. They deleted the entire site and all the photos and everything on it, and now it's a social gaming site. Uh oh, no, yeah, it's I a completely still, different company. I logged in like a year and a half ago, yeah. and my stuff was still there, and I was like 15 when I made my friend. Yeah, I had like I, I, never, I had a, I had black and white pictures of myself with like photoshopped guns yes, pointing at myself. I, I never had that. a friendster, <laughs> and, and luckily the VSU message board got deleted. But I think my earliest internet post, which you can still find, was when I was 14. It's on Ain't It Cool News, and it's in response to the Shaft movie being announced. <laughs> yeah, and I think the actual line is. 
Samuel Jackson and John Singleton. This is going to be the best mother shut your mouth movie ever made. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. I want to see this. Yeah, I will bring it up for you later. I'm sure I, I still have a live journal floating around there somewhere. I, with I just still the update most, my live journal. The, the teen <laughs> angst that, that will flood out of that. I love yeah. going back to that. I've, I've no, I don't want to ever see it again. I hope it's deleted. What I what I hope is deleted is all my aborted Tumblr accounts with one like really fucking emo blog on them that I just set up for that night and never went back to again. Go to fuck yeah Matt Cohen. I think there's weird shit on there. Yeah, I must read this. Yeah, you got no. My that. live journal's still there. I write like I treat my live journal as my real journal. Oh my God. I make it private and yeah. no one can read it. Only, it's like ten years. Yeah, of I need my to go life. find that and delete it. I used to do the um, AOL fan journal. page things where AOL basically oh, yeah. had a template for your own. Like it would be like AOL.com slash Matt Vamp slash fucking. <laughs> WWF and I'd make like a Simpsons page and a wrestling page. Oh, do you remember uh, GeoCities page builder? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, same sort of thing. Angel Fire, Angel I believe, Fire? Had, a, mm-hmm. had a similar one. And everyone had the animated GIF of uh, construction things. And would yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I still, that's classy. I feel like people yeah. should bring that back. Exactly. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah, it's a construction right. site. Wear a hard hat, motherfucker. Yeah. This website ain't open yet. Yeah. So, you're, uh, so you're yeah, be- doing all that, that social stuff, kind of like doing stuff like that. And then uh, I had taken random jobs at production companies out here. I worked for National lampoon oh, nice. and then i also did at that a, weird little office yeah the world fucking, the world the world headquarters, headquarters which is on the third apartment. floor of an apartment building yeah, yeah, yeah. um trauma then, is a lot like that too in yeah. new york i went to the trauma office once and it's on like the fourth floor of a walk-up like random little fucking apartment building yeah. and it's strange <laughs> they have like rubber chickens everywhere and lloyd Kaufman. yeah same lloyd it's, coffin's uh, being all creepy and like a de- like yeah they have uh giant movie posters at national lampoon of like dorm days and it's like is this really something you want to show off They're like super put, proud put, put a, Super proud. Put a full size picture of Chevy Chase up there. <laughs> Just have only pictures of Chevy yeah, Chase. Yeah, exactly. Um, Not National Lampoon <laughs> Spring Break Five Greek Mile or something. There's a lot of them. <laughs> so uh, uh, getting on and off the tour, there's a lot of downtime. And then I was always like the one who was online getting all the cool videos or whatever that no one had seen yet and everything. This is before Reddit fully existed, so it's kind of pointless now. But so I started a site uh, maybe three years ago now called The Internet Today. And it was basically a content aggregator where I would post whatever crazy YouTube videos or pictures were coming out of random sites uh, like Fark or 4chan or any of that stuff. So E-bombs I, World? Yeah, E-bombs World. And, I go and, back. Consumption Junction. Oh, yeah. Where are you at? Yo. What? Rotten.com. Rotten.com's oh, still around. Rotten. Consumption Junction was like a, a staple of my fucking teenage years. Yeah, because that was the best. Of, it had really gnarly videos, but really, then really, really funny stuff, Super too. funny stuff, but like every fu- every fifth thing would be like, beheading world shaking yeah. horrific fucking yeah. shit yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah so i i ran that site and it actually did really well it was like uh there's a site buzzfeed now that is really successful and um i, I can't remember which came first but i remember it was around the same time we were getting almost equal traffic numbers back then but of course they had a whole team of people doing it and i was doing it by myself in my apartment and uh so it did get a lot of views, and I basically I did the last the last tour I did was with the band Good Charlotte. I've heard, see, I've heard of them. Yeah, <laughs> I can't name a song. I can't name a genre of I music. I didn't think I could either, but, but then I, when I was out with them, exists. I was like, I can't believe how many songs Brand I know. Um, I went to a Polaris concert last night. Oh, and it, did they open for Pete and Pete? They because did. That's, that's and it the was only the, reason I know them. And it was the only... I got that cassette out of the honeycomb box or whatever it was. Check this. <laughs> it was the only Polaris performance ever because they were only a band for that show. Yeah. It was like a super group. So last night was the first time they'd ever played in front of an audience. Wow. It was super fucking fun, too. I they bet, did like yeah. The Pete and Pete song. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I did that tour with them, and it was supposed to last longer than it did. Uh, the bassist, his wife got pregnant, and they had to kind of pull off the road. And so I was just in L.A. running my site, and uh, my friend Alyssa hit me up, and she was like, hey, uh, I had been to a machinima party with her before they do, like, and it already been Machinima had already been going. Yeah, what yeah, years yeah. is? Uh, this was two thousand seven or eight. Machinima was around in two thousand eight. Actually, uh, fuck. I'm wondering. No, this is this is, is two thousand ten. Sorry, I'm really bad. No, but <laughs> even time, even yeah. two thousand ten, like Machinima is such a fucking juggernaut now, and everyone yeah. knows about it. I wonder what the early days of Machinima were like. I think it was, it was four people in a room, and they views. and they had a proprietary video player. And then when YouTube started really taking stride, they moved over. Is to that YouTube what it started? Space. Was it they started had a proprietary video yeah, player? Yeah. yeah. Were you that you weren't there no, in no, those no. days, right? So the, the first time I ever had experience with it, it was Alyssa invited me to their first Inside Gaming Awards. I think it was first or second, and I think that was in two thousand nine. Was when I first got my experience with it, and so I had kept obviously been friends with her for a while and kept in touch. And then she was like, "Why don't you come work at Machinima? We have a position opening in about two months." And up until that point, I was doing uh, freelance video editing for okay. them. I did like I, I don't know like five projects for them. So I had basically my foot in the door. And so when I met with uh, who would be my future boss, uh, they were starting this Facebook application, and it was basically community management, uh, content management, and then some you know Photoshop and. So it was and everything you'd kind of done. Basically, for yeah, I had, and... I had unknowingly set myself up for the job. So when I went in there, he's like. You're hired. I'm sure that you can do the job just fine. And then I isn't it great when shit that's just a hobby winds up being a why, career yeah. asset? Yeah, like it's, knowing about comic books and smoking weed suddenly became a valuable fucking trait for me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, I guess I guess I can do this. I guess this was a good plan. Who needed yeah. college after all? I just needed to fucking take UCB classes and, and enjoy yeah. a bong. I love UCB. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about it to was, start 301. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, congrats, man. Yeah. Um, uh, we we should talk about that in a bit, actually. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so so you took the job with Machinima. Yep. And it was and, just- uh, and and I mean that was the thing was good. Charlotte was like, uh, I got off tour with them in August. Uh, started freelancing for Machinima in September. Got my full time job at the end of October. January comes around and I get the call. Hey, we're going back out on tour. We'd love to have you back out. And I was like, Listen, you got a job now. Yeah, I got, got health care and dental. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do like- this because it's so sporadic. When you're on tour. You go out for maybe three months at a time at, at the longest length, and then you're off for however like, however long. Like and being just, an Alaskan crab fisherman. It, yeah, basically. Yeah, so you're just purging money when you're not on tour, and then it's really inconsistent. And I mean, whenever I I, I you know I, I was in my 20s, so I never got sick often, but I got sick maybe twice where I had to go to and I didn't have a doctor. No, yeah, I didn't yeah, have health care, yeah. so I would go to the emergency room. And then I'd get my bill for twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, five thousand fucking yeah. dollars. Yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. the doctor literally looked at me and it was like, I mean, one time I had like a bad stomach bug or something like that, and he's like, "Here's your prescription. Yeah, this will probably fix it. I'll send you a bill, twelve hundred dollars <laughs> for yeah. Like that happened to me of, once too. Yeah. So it's uh, I really enjoy having a full time. I'm an adult now. No, yeah, it, totally, it feels dude. great as much yeah. as an adult as it can be. Yeah. So uh. You started off doing social media management for them. How did that transition to like on air stuff? And well, with the application we had, they wanted to build a show around it. Actually, this guy Ryan Muscleman, who goes by Optic J, he was like, "I have an idea." He should Optic J's real name is Muscleman? Yeah, he should just go by fucking Muscle. I know Man. that's what I'm saying. You he doesn't even have a J in it. If his your name. last name is a nickname, you don't need a new fucking nickname. I know, right? That's like the goal of everyone's life. Yeah. 
and a cool nickname like Muscle Man. Yeah. Like at least his last name was like Flower Pussy. Then you went, <laughs> yeah, then you're like, yeah, I'm Optic J. Optic J, you get it. But like your last name was like Dick Cocksteel. You yeah. wouldn't fucking change no that. No way. Yeah, you would go by that. You would go by Dick Cocksteel. Dick yeah. That's going to be my new gamer tag. Yeah. Go for it, man. <laughs> um, We're all trying to steal Dick Cocksteel now. So yeah, he, the wheel he, spinning. he came up with the idea for the show and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. This I, was the kill feed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had done on-camera stuff plenty of times before I did uh, like a little talking head thing at National Lampoon. I was doing band interviews for another production company I worked for. And then I was doing, uh, we were doing weekly webisodes for from first to last when we were all out. So I wasn't like camera shy. And I, at that point I had done UCB before and it was like, oh, this is kind of what, this is kind of what I want to do. So we made the show and it was going great and everything. And then um, about a year and a half after I got hired, they basically restructured the company and they're like, we're not going to focus on Facebook applications. And so that job kind of fell through, but they wanted to keep me around. So I eventually moved over to the recruitment side of things, which is basically like being an A&R person for the company, like how you would be an A&R person for a music label where you would go out and scout bands you and stuff partners, like that. You I would go partners. on YouTube and look for people that have good gaming or entertainment content and try to bring is that, them into is the Is it still what you do too? Actually... I just got uh, moved to the company again, and now I'm going to be full-time production. So I'm going to oh, be nice, doing uh, segment producing a lot more on-camera stuff. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm really stoked about that because as much as I, I mean, I love the company. I'll do whatever they want me to do there. But as I said before, everything that has lined up in my life has been more towards production than it seems o- like office type no, stuff yeah, like yeah, paperwork yeah. and stuff like that. It just seems like that was a means to get you in the door, kind of. Yeah, exactly. So, so now I'm, you know, really stoked to be doing that. And uh, probably in the next two weeks, I'll fully move over. Oh, and, that's awesome because I've been doing a lot of stuff with the Respawn team. We have a video podcast that's there the, called Radio that's Respawn. The FPS. Oh, that uh, would, uh, division, that's, right? that's Sark's. You know, do you, have you met? Sark? Yeah, yeah, Sark, Sark, Sark stuff. and um, AP Fisher, right? APL Fisher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw them um, all over. I saw them every ten minutes at Comic Con. Nice. They were never near any other machinima people. <laughs> It was always like Stark, like, but they were filming stuff, but it was yeah. always just so random. Because you guys were all at like your own fucking island or something. Well, right? I didn't go to Comic Con. Did you not go? I have never been. Why not? What? Oh my God. It was like so much fun. I, you gotta I, go. I, yeah, it's thanks for coo- rubbing it in. It's I, the coolest. I would love to go one year, but. Well, they they yeah. brought like fucking 95 people, Machinima. How'd you not get on that Because boat? at the time, and still right now, until two weeks from now, I'm basically pushing paper and right on filing yeah, contracts yeah, yeah. and stuff I like guess, that i guess so it's so. like they send me down to comic-con to hey, you know what i'm that, gonna go that being said i just realized a lot of the people they, the a lot of the people they send down to comic-con were stuck in like an editing room for like 18 hours a day and you know so what i would be fun. very happy to do that next year because at least i'll get to like be there go and do that no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you'll work on it man. yeah I'm exa- I'm did you go to e3 did you go to e3 oh yeah of course yeah did you dig e3 this year was my first year here's the thing and i had this the first time i went was when i was young and reading nintendo power I looked. I was at, an EGM guy, but okay. I understand. Uh, but so I look at E3, and it was like the pinnacle of whatever I could do in it was, gaming. It was like if I can make it to E3, that will be the the high point of my life. It was the single greatest like fucking weird fantasy wonderland yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I tell everyone it's like being eight and thinking you're at the North Pole. Yeah. That's so, how it is for but, me. For but, a few but to minutes, throw that out of the out of the out of the uh, window really quick. Last year. My friend's like, hey, you can have my pass. I'm not going to go today. I lit up. I'm like, oh, I my God, I get to go to E3. Yeah, yeah. I get to go to E3. Walked in the door. Wow, this is incredible. This is really intense. An hour later, I think I'm going to head out. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I had, she knows she can vouch because she read the text. I walked in there and yeah, was like, funny. oh, my God, this is the single fucking greatest place of all time. There's like giant Mario's and Sonic's and everything's like lit up and glowing. This is incredible. I love how you say Mario because you're from the Northeast. I, I know. <laughs> 40, 40 minutes later. 
I was like, I don't think I'm ever. But then you discovered the second. But then he discovered the second hall. Well, here's the thing. I walked the first hall. It was like, I'm out. I'm not going. Someone was like, I missed the second hall. Someone goes, first year I went someone goes, what do you think of Wii U? And I was like, I don't know. They didn't fucking show it. And they were like, did you not go into the fucking other hall? Here's my problem with E3. I love video games. I don't love watching videos of people uh, playing yeah. video games. Yeah. And that's what it is. And people don't get that. There's no like, game. You, go, yeah. you, you, I you played, stand in line for two hours to watch a trailer. I, that's go why and you watch make appointments. On, so you have to wait the only oh, games on. I played were... I'm going to make an appointment to watch I, exactly. a trailer. Exactly. I played a couple fucking Vita games because there was no one standing yeah. there. And I played the new Studio Ghibli Square game for I like played, 10 minutes. I must have played uh, the new Project Gotham like six times when I was there because it was the only thing without a line. And I actually liked project gotham series or no, no no sorry 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 i'm wrong project gotham's great but this was uh forza I'm okay mistaken. yeah yeah so and i played this, the new forza a whole bunch and this, i actually like that game this and, might be a little sacrilegious in general but even comic-con like after like a good 35 to 40 minutes of walking the floor i'm kind of always done okay well that's and that's my thing too is i've always said about comic-con it's like i don't really want to go unless i bring a thousand dollars with me because the main well, then you thing there to is carry it, though. That's the thing. But here, but check this though, and I'm the same way. So I, this Comic Con was a weird experience for me, where like I was hardly on the floor, but I, I, I stayed out all night. And the last day, I was like, all right, I'm gonna get my fucking floor day in. I brought my camera, I brought my fucking wallet, I brought like a big shopping bag. I was like, I'm gonna spend a thousand fucking dollars. Yeah. Like you just said, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna go crazy. I spent six dollars. <laughs> on spent, what? I, I bought like a one piece toy and a fucking goon sticker. Yeah. There was nothing on the floor I wanted to fucking buy. It was the biggest bummer That's ever. That's the only thing I can, can imagine. Like, day? I would love to go to the, uh, even the, if I went the panels. Day. I would love to go to the panels, but it's. I you want to wait my, in line for fucking exactly, eight hours? Yeah. And my main thing would be I, I want to go buy cool shit that you can't get anywhere else. And it's not like that, though, unfortunately. Like, I was just You're walking blowing down my mind right now. Aisle and I don't aisle. Yes, I was walking down like aisle after the aisle. Parties are great fucking, here, that's the reason to go. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say that's uh, what I really like about E3. Like the floor on the E3. Oh, E3 parties are amazing too. Yeah, I yeah. was like, maybe I don't like the convention as much as I really. Did you go like to our Hawken party? Were you at the Hawken no, party? No, I had my. Oh I had man, a party. Like, like, I, I Mike scrambled. Playing. It was great. I scrambled oh, last minute to get a badge for Com this year. Next year, I'm just gonna hang out at the parties. I think. Yeah, like Comic Con yeah. was great. I did the floor for two hours. The first day, I think I did the floor for a combined two hours the whole fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah. So. To on the opposite end of the spectrum, I got to go to this one convention last year, which Misty, I believe, is going to this Pax. weekend. Pax. Pax Prime. Okay. That is anyone out there who wants to go to E3, fuck E3. Don't go to E3. Go to Pax. Go to Pax. And it, for those of you, so for those you're going to have a blast. For those of you who don't know, Pax is a three day convention in Seattle, completely dedicated to Angelina Jolie's adopted child, Pax. Yes. It's just that's, that's it's Q and A with a really? small oh, Vietnamese yeah. child. Yeah, and it has uh, they've got a mohawk. The, the panels cool are hawk. Do you get food? No, the no, panel, no. There's, the there's panel, no food. There's no, no food. Oh, they make it. They make it just like the place they adopt. Exactly. No food. There's a panel on how to keep and maintain a faux hawk. Yes. As a four year old, how to adopt kids? How to adopt kids? Yeah. Um, how to be Brad? How to be Brad Pitt? But weirdly enough, Skeet Ulrich is moderating it. Yeah. They couldn't huh. get Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Skeet Ulrich talking about how to be Brad Pitt, which is kind of like A to C for me. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, no, no, PAX is basically from everything I've heard from everyone, it's it's E3 but fun. Yeah, exactly. Because well, E3 is mainly for Industry. people in the business. It's for people in the business or people who know people in the business who will exactly. give them their badge so they can walk yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> like much. Me. Yeah. So, and, and what PAX is, is it's open to the public. You can get tickets. Anyone can get tickets to it. And whereas E3 is showing a lot of trailers and stuff like that, PAX is hands-on. It's actual. You and, get to play the games that are coming and out. And the big company, the big developers go out for it? Yeah, yeah, of oh, course. See, I yeah. didn't know that. Like, they were, they were demoing Skyrim last year. Oh, wow. Uh, Rise of the Tried is going to be um, Misty, yeah. you want to plug your game real quick? 
yeah. Go for it. Oh, uh, you it's play cool. Rise you're in a, you're in a video game. Talk they about re, it. They uh, remade it. For, uh, Rise of the Triad was a first-person shooter in the yeah, similar to Doom, early nineties. And I'm Ty Brett. The and, and our friend Dave Oshry from mm-hmm. Rip Ten is producing a remake of the game, right? Yeah, and there's a trailer out online now. Actually, and you're a character in the game. I am, you're in I'm a video Brett. game. That's I fucking am awesome. A ginger. The and only my game I've been in is the one, the Tony Hawk, where you could put your face in on the skate. You were in that one? <laughs> yeah, I was in that game because I uploaded my picture. Weirdly enough, I was in Pokemon Stadium. I played Lickitung. <laughs> I had my, my, my friends, uh, not to go straight back to from first to last, but they uh, got a publishing deal with EA a couple years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. Band, and they put out this game called Facebreaker, which was basically like an, uh, I can't remember what the game was called, but it was an updated version of this one game. It was like a comical, like comic style boxing game. And they had their own playable characters, all of them That's in the awesome. game. And I remember it was the, the, the bass players, like he was so stoked because there was this German gaming magazine and we completely stumbled upon this dumb luck. We were in Germany looking at the magazine section and there was a little thing on the front that said Facebreaker, the new blah, blah, blah. That's fucking we awesome. We opened it up and the, the promo picture for the game was his character punching out Hitler. Oh my god! In Germany, that's and he great. still has that framed. And that's like no one told yeah. them that that even existed. We had just opened it that's up at awesome. a random truck stop, and he was like, "Oh my god!" And uh, that just <laughs> and that leads me to a really good question now that I think I'm going to do on. I think I'm going to make my like behind the actor studio question. I'm having a breakthrough. What would you, as a massive geek or nerd, or however you define yourself, if or even if you do define yourself that way, what would you rather be, a video game character, a comic book character, or an action figure? I think that's pretty good. Well, not I mean, it, nowadays you can kind of do all that on your own. Yeah, but, but if you were a, officially licensed, that's what I mean. Like officially, um, like you get to be in your favorite video game or your favorite comic oh, book. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or a badass fucking action figure of you. Mm, that's a tough. That's a tough one. Is that a good one? I that like a, it. That is a good I one. like it. Holy I, shit! I don't know. I think I would like to. To be an action figure because I think I go. I can just always figure. have that on my desk. Yeah. Whereas if someone comes over and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm in a video game. Hold I gotta on. start up the system." Yeah, I'm on level get, sixty. Get Give me to an the hour point where, yeah, yeah. where I'm actually in the game and show it to them. Or I mean, I'd probably say action. Figure. I do action figure too, and for that reason, you just said you could point. Like I've been like, in that's some me right there. I've yeah. been in some shit, like stupid documentaries and movies and shit, and people are like, "I want to see that." So I'm like, "All right, hold on, let me turn on fucking Netflix and fucking Google search this." And like 20 minutes later, they're like, "I don't care what you're I'm, fucking." I, I have a literally a one second part in like the shittiest comedy movie. What movie? It, it used to be on Netflix. It's called Two Dudes in a Dream. <gasps> fucking Brian Drolet. As a as a yes. as a, someone I've worked with, I know Brian Drillet yeah. and Nick Knack was in there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know those cats. Yeah. Um, I don't think they listen to the show. Really, Look, sh- really shitty. It wasn't funny. Incredible. But I'm in. Shitty. I'm in. Actually, I'm in two scenes for a split second. There's how a, funny is it that I know the director and writer of the movie? <laughs> yeah. You're in two scenes. I knew them yeah, loosely, yeah. and that was a connection through UCB when I started doing. Okay, yeah, yeah. That. But it was uh, and like Josh. But yeah, Marchetti. that was the funny thing because I remember it coming out on Netflix, and I'm like, "Yo, watch this!" <laughs> and like, I had to watch the movie to find, to find my part, which was agonizing. But. uh so I found it, and then I would like memorized the. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know what it is now. But I remember the point in it because I was like, it was like you're the five o'clock guys, and it was like me and my friends in a bar, and the camera pans by, and then the other one was uh, me in a green room, and I'm playing uh, uh, 
like slot cars, the uh, like little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, RC cars. And I'm like, I made it. I'm in a movie. Yeah, life is good. That's awesome, dude. I'll always remember my. I was in one play in sixth grade because I was trying to hook up with a girl named Ricky Hirsch, and you she was trying to hook up with a girl when you were in sixth grade. Yeah. yeah, I was getting fucking hand jobs way back in the day, my friend. <laughs> Um, that wasn't just I'm, a still flaccid, I still terrible hand job. Yeah, flat. Just, just like, and by hand jobs, you mean like playing paper, rock, scissors with yes, girls. Yes. Is that not a hand job? Oh shit. I don't think I've ever had sex. Um, <laughs> so I was in Anything Goes, the, the Cole Porter musical. Mm-hmm. I was a sailor and my line was certainly cute <laughs> enough to be an angel. Wow. Well, at least you got a line. I got a line, dude. Yeah. yeah. And I think I had another line later, but I got in trouble for it because I was supposed to be playing a drunk mm. and on the night of like the big show. I found a beer bottle in the garbage can. Was like, I'm gonna add my own prop, and everyone was like, "Are you fucking drinking beer on stage at like 12? Like it was a big <laughs> deal. I, I was, I was like, at, see, I, at such an early age, I was method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just method actor. <laughs> I was just method, and that was funny was. about because I had a non-speaking garbage role that I'm just sitting there, but I played it so hard. Oh, dude, how fun is I it to put fucking? My full... yeah. Enthusiasm I into did. me sitting there with a beer and then a, me pulling a trigger on a. Here's a shout out, uh, buddy of mine named Bla- Matt Blackwood. Does there's a cool thing in L.A. I love L.A. for for many reasons, but a cool Great thing city. that a lot of writer friends of mine do is they have table readings of scripts they've written mm-hmm. at like little theaters and shit where they invite people to come out and like read parts. And I went to go do a part like a small part in this kid Matt Blackwood's pilot, superhero pilot. I was so fucking like I gave I gave it a backstory. And like I was, I was the, I was. You rocket. lived that character. I was fucking rocket. I was yeah. a bad guy. I had a jetpack. I was like so fucking into it. <laughs> and everyone else, when I got there, no offense to everyone else, was completely shitty and like non-committal. And I was like, what the fuck? Come am on, I, guys, pick it up. I was like, am I going to be the best actor here? And it turns out, uh, maybe. And I was. then you would just imagine that there's some casting agent sitting in the back, just going, "There he is. Right. We've got our star." I, that's why I just hang out at um, drugstores, just hoping I get discovered. Oh, yeah. That's all I do out here since I've lived I in L.A. Oh. Lana Turner in Schwab's drugstore. Huh. Famous Hollywood. That's like literally someone walked in and was like, you. Natalie Portman got discovered in a pizza place in my town. Like the pizza place. I- and you hung out there ever since? No, uh, no, fuck that shit. I hate Natalie Portman. No, I'm kidding. Do you hate, but it's like, do you hate pizza? Because I mean, it's not like she's gonna. I love pizza. It wasn't a good pizza place though, particularly. Uh, it was Mario's in Woodbury. I remember. <laughs> Mario's. They were really pizza. scraping the bottom of the barrel. Mario's. I see. I don't. Like, we got We have to find someone with no taste in pizza. Where do we go? His name is Mario Mario. But Mario in- Mario. Incidentally enough, I do Wario. But not normally, not but, Wario. But not Wario. But I'll do Mario. Waluigi. Don't even get me started on. I love that <laughs> fucker. Um, Luigi. Is there a Luigi? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I want there to be this weird, bizarro verse of fucking Mario characters. The bizarro With, world ones. Yeah. Waluigi. Goatees on. Yeah, that's what. That's. I mean, they're that just. That's evil. Yeah. Obviously. That's the personification yes, of evil these obviously. days, is having a goatee. Know, maybe yeah. you think that goatees are evil. Yeah. Evil something always has a goatee. Yeah. Evil Abed on fucking Community, yeah. evil Spock. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know what episode it is. I'm not, you know what's funny? And this is a random non sequitur, but it's that kind of episode. Um, Pete and Pete reunion last night, people were like talking about specific episodes they really loved by name. And it got me to thinking. I don't know the names of TV yeah, no. episodes. Do you? No, no, no. Do you? I know the storylines. A lot of people do. Like when they talk I'd be about, like, do the, a do the one that I will because yeah. they're like my favorite episode of something. You know, but like yeah. every yeah. episode of True Blood has a name. Every episode yeah. of Walking Dead has a name. I just don't yeah. ever. Days gone by. I kind of know the Breaking Bad ones. I do mean, you really? South Park. It, it kind of fades though. South Park. I think South Park. I know. Cream fringe. 
Yeah, because they are they are basically summed it up summed up the entire the ep- episode in, in one, one title. Yeah. When it's those obscure, like Lost was always just really kind of obscure and Never like poetic. You're lucky. Yeah, and uh, and should we talk about a show that I'm, I wish I uh, I don't know if I want to do this or not. I thought about this earlier. What? I don't know if I want to do this, but we kind of have to. What? True Blood season finale. Oh my god! All right. Well, well first we have to preface this by saying I have been a staunch fucking supporter of Ditto. True Blood, especially he on and Bagged I both, and, We get together every Sunday and watch it. Especially on Bagged and Boarded, and and shout outs to Michael McMillan and Deborah Ann Wall and all the cool True Blood folks who have come out. I was, I think it's fair enough to say I was a little disappointed. I was very sad. Should we go into spoiler territory? Do you watch True Blood? <laughs> no. Well, I've, I've my roommates watch it, so I've seen an episode or two. But I just am not a big vampire fan. All right, I'm, without without getting too fucking raggy on it, because again, it's still better than most fucking things on TV. I watched the season finale today. I finally caught up, and right before it started, this is giant True Blood spoiler right now about to happen. If you haven't finished the season four yet, skip Turn ahead. Skip ahead a few Turn minutes. Turn down your volume. Yeah, yeah. Um, right before the show started, I was like, "All right, True Blood. The one thing you can't do is kill Edgington." If Russell lives, I'm fucking good with the show. They killed him at like the 45 second mark. Yep. And just so out of nowhere. And yep. So, and so me and you haven't even talked about this yet. So disappointingly, too. It wasn't even like. It was just so anti It was done like in a second. It was over. It was like, Let's that was like way. two. How many when, seasons in the bill? When Eric stakes him, I didn't even think the stake was inside of him yet. I thought they were going to do some cool fight thing. And all of a sudden he started yeah. glowing. And I was like, oh, please, God, don't tell me he's fucking staked. Yep. So, so. Pick up your game, True Blood. I haven't given up yet. But I bet when they were writing that, there were people who are going to fucking hate this. I love it. I don't know, man. It feels like they wrote it like a week ago. <laughs> Honestly, it was it was just... And again, uh, everyone, all of our bagged and boarded buddies, performance-wise, like I'm so glad McMillan has the party as this season. It's fucking awesome. I know. I was really curious to see what him and Edgington were going to do because that was getting good. And but, then, but by Edgington. here's what's great though: Newland's still alive for next season. Yeah. And and there was a thing I, I like. I've been waiting for years for them to put that character back on the show because he, to me, was like one of the coolest bad guys they have going. So yeah. I'm happy that Newland is still around and kicking as a villain. But like. Fucking Dennis O'Hare as Russell Edgington is one of the best on-screen performances in like he, TV I, fucking history. It's like getting rid of Lafayette. Like he's the vampire's Lafayette. That's like, what Edgington. It was. would be like getting rid of the Swede on Hell on Wheels. Yeah. Do you watch Hell on Wheels, dude? No, I saw one of the episodes uh, recently. So but good. I, I'm it's not real. I like to do good. the. Uh, it, the first season's on Netflix now. Yeah, exactly. That's I do I that. Like to That's do how it. we did it. I yeah. did three seasons of Warehouse 13 in a week. Yeah. I, uh, I had never seen The American Office. That's how I, I got through that whole thing. Did you like uh, it? I do, it but that's the thing valleys, is, is, right? is it, it's like uh, it was very predictable when they jumped the shark is when um, Jim and Pam, Pam married. get married. Yeah, Because they are British mm-hmm. and... Perfectly, because yeah. once that once that story, two seasons in and out, solid show. It's the uh, right. it's the it's the um Twin Peaks thing of what? Did you watch Twin Peaks? Yeah, but it was a long time. ago. Once you find out who kills Laura Palmer, I don't give a fuck about the show anymore. Once Jim and Pam got married, I don't give a fuck about the show anymore. Right. Yeah. They didn't have any other. Well, and especially when Michael <laughs> Scott left, that was. I was watching it and I was like, "This is getting worse." That being every said, week. I will give the farm one episode. Do you know about this yet? They're doing a Dwight Schrute show. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Rain Wilson. I didn't know that. Yeah. And Badger from Breaking Bad, I believe. Is oh, Matt brother. Jones is in it? I, I believe. Oh, that's awesome. He's a really cool guy. He was in Red State and he's got an awesome voice. That's his real voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a. He's in a retroactively, I went back because he did an AMA on Reddit and I didn't oh, did realize. Really? 
he was in a bunch of commercials, like uh, like this car insurance commercial. Yeah, he's like, been oh in a ton God, of commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you know who we're talking about? Mm-mm. He talking to talks like yeah, this. Yeah. Oh. He's got that real deep stoner voice. Yeah. I and like curly hair. up with the teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, do, I have to catch up on Breaking Bad. That's everyone's favorite show on TV. Five, I, I have it. I need, I'm on season three, dude. Oh, dude. I have season a lot four. to go. Every season gets better. I have yeah. a lot to go. I haven't even seen Odin Kirk on it yet. Really? No. Oh, my God. So I need to catch up on Breaking Bad in a, in a big a, way. That That show... Is I like the what pinnacle I, I, of TV, I, I believe. Is it, do you think this is a fun episode? Not, right? not, I'm just going to stop and say that I'm having a lot of fun. We don't, I'm having so much fun. We don't it's usually do geek free time. It's usually like an interview or a very specific thing. I like the kind of all together episodes. Yeah, yeah. Make me very comfortable. No worries, person. dude. <laughs> um, and we'll, that, they'll definitely be more. That he has to do the show shirtless. Oh, well, next time, next all time. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I already have my shirt on. I'm not taking it off now. See, and I'm not wearing pants. This just got weird. Yeah. Uh, I have a sock. Do you think? Breaking Bad will achieve wire status. Or has it already? I think it's more accessible because it's on AMC, yeah. whereas The Wire's on HBO, especially when The Wire was airing, not everyone... Nowadays, everyone Totally, has HBO. but I think a lot of the reason The Wire is pretty flat out considered the best television show of all time... Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the reason for that is because it was not accessible and it was kind of this Sought secret, after, secret yeah. thing on HBO. Yeah, like I had that to, no I one never, really picked I never up seen on. it till I could buy the DVD. No, one, for I don't. It. I, yeah. Most people didn't see it till it finished its run. I don't yeah. think yeah. I didn't watch it till it Me was either. well over. Did and you, it's an you, amazing you seen it too, show. Misty? Not even all of it, but I've seen a, it's a lot of it. Fantastic, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and but there's no there's no peggable thing about why it's so fucking fantastic. Yeah. The only theory I have is that it's so top down that it's just everyone's well, lives. The, the, it's the, the most the character immersive. development in that show is unbelievable, and that and you get really, really. And I mean, it's the same thing with Breaking Bad. Yeah. If you can write a show where you care about every character, and not and, and, and with Breaking Bad, there's like Skyler, who everyone hates. Like you have to have those kind of relationships with the characters, whether it's love or hate, to really sink yourself into. But that But you kind get of where show. she's coming from. Totally, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can see her point of view. But yeah, I, I I agree. Like character development is a huge thing with a show that's on at least past two or three seasons. Yeah, because most shows, I mean, we it's unfortunately True Blood season. Most shows kind of top out around season three or four. Mm-hmm. That's a real decisive point for shows. It was the same thing with Weeds. Yes, yes. Season three of Weeds as was like, as, what's what what? I don't even care. Was about Was that this before anymore. they burnt down? Or, as soon as they the, burnt when, down, no, Agresto, she was. Uh, was that three? Exactly season three, but it's the, the Mexico, I started losing the Mexico it when she moved Mexico, to Mexico yeah. and had and was pregnant with the guy's yeah, child, and yet. it got really fucking silly and and, he, like, and it was just non. Wasn't the show? It wasn't the show we were watching. It was a show about a suburban mom in a fucking like yeah. foreclosed neighborhood that was selling weed, which was super cool. And they it, were actually I was because I listened to the Breaking Bad Insider podcast, and they actually talked about that a couple of weeks ago that when they were originally trying to uh, sell the show. People, they they thought that it was too much like weeds, and it was originally supposed to be in the Inland Empire. Oh wow! There. So that would have and been they yeah. moved it to Albuquerque to kind of like break that uh, connection. That's really cool. Yeah. Like so, uh, there's a lot of shows. I mean, I need to. Catch I could up. be completely wrong and uh, misquoting. No, that, I like I believe it, that's the I like gist it, of it. Yeah, that's the thing. We're at a point now. Like when we were kids, I certainly don't remember dramatic television being this good. Would you say the same thing? I, I mean, and in, in, on one hand, you could say that, but on the other, you could be your. You're an, you have an adult taste. Do you even now. remember 
dramatic. Like I don't think. No, but I. It's not that it, it wasn't the it same didn't. kind. Like, I mean, the X Files was a fantastic. X Files was show. fucking amazing. Yeah. Like I didn't watch ER, but I'm sure that was good. Yeah. It like, was good. It was. But when you're a kid, why are you watching? Totally. Stuff it just like that? Thursday nights at nine o'clock. It ER was great. It I was watching Full House step by step. Me too. And Family exactly. Matters. That's all I. Cared there was about. no. Yeah. yeah. It just didn't seem like such an abundance of quality TV right now. Like, well, that's like because of thirty the, 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 really good. We had a shows. conversation about this. Me and it's someone else at work recently that Sopranos changed the TV game. Kind of did, yeah. With the way that they structured the seasons, the amount of budget that was put being put. No, into you're totally a right. Drama. Yeah. It it. Paved the way for everything. Like, I mean, just look. You got Breaking like, Bad and Walking Dead and stuff like that. Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, Sons form. of Anarchy is really fucking good. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of really good shows on TV. Like, too much to keep We're up. We're spoiled. With. We're very spoiled. We're spoiled. Yeah. No one needs to go to the movies. Like, anymore. I want to see have... American Horror Story really bad. Oh my god, American Horror Story is amazing. I swear, see, I hear there's I all of these. It. Or I keep hearing, um, and uh, that ends perfectly because they're switching. That's yeah, uh, what I heard. He yeah, I keep so hearing kind of, uh, Homefront is great too. Or I I started watching that and it was really good, but I don't know why I tapered off of it. And the I same did, thing was with, with the shows. what's the new L.A. Cop show? It's, uh, newsroom is really good too. Oh yeah, love newsroom's that. great. Yeah, Can we, let's get into newsroom for let's, a minute. Yeah, let's talk about newsroom. Let's I have a couple. I have a couple ups and downs with that show. Yeah, um, it is the first time I've watched an Aaron Sorkin show. Yeah. I'm gonna say I didn't watch West Wing or Sports no, Night. Yeah, same. So I I knew of the dialogue thing, but I hadn't seen it yet. It's with with a great actor, you don't notice it at all. Jeff Daniels, fucking fantastic. Knocks it out of the park. Knocks yeah. out of the park. And you get down the line, Sam Watterson, ah. Yeah. You're you're like, it's literally the same character he did on Law and Order, except now he works in a fucking news office. You're like, yeah. whatever. And then like Dev Patel is good on the show. You get down to fucking Olivia Munn. Oh my god, yeah. She I, what, she doesn't sound like any human being has ever talked in the history of the world because she has so much dialogue to get out in such a short amount of time yeah. and she can only do it by fucking speeding through it. Yeah. In a weird like robot. Robot. Yeah, I was, I was She acts yeah. like a robot on that yeah. show. Like when they talk they're like, "Hey, what's up?" and then she's like and like turns back around. The the episode where she's translating for the Japanese yes. about about the uh the nuclear stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a one of my more like one of the, my favorite episodes probably so far, and I, I thought she did okay on that episode because she was kind of like hard hitting. She's been and she okay. Took a little bit. She's diff- been okay on the role. show, and I hate to yeah. jump on the fucking geek Olivia Munn hate train yeah. like we've done in the past. And like, good for her that she's getting acting roles. But yeah, I mean, isn't that what she ultimately wanted anyway? To me, she sticks out like a sore thumb on that fucking show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she really does. And that also might be because you're predisposed. To, and like, then you've seen to, her to everywhere. Not liking and her. as soon as you see her on screen, you're like, oh, how did she you're get like, on news? Fucking movie? Olivia Munn. Right, because outside of our like subculture, people people really don't know who no she idea. is. They're just like, oh, she's a pretty girl with freckles. Yeah. She's fine on the television show. Um, but yeah, I I I think the thing that I don't like about it is all the uh, they romanticize a lot of stuff that I think goes a little overboard. Like and I'm with, sure they did that on West Wing too. I bet yeah. in the similar sense that, like, yeah, like I don't think news fucking rooms are this important. Yeah, I, I like think... it more when it seems like it's a behind the scenes of an actual cable. News, yeah, yeah, like a, like behind the scenes of CNN. But then they go like I, I'm not too huge of a fan of the side stories where they're hashing out their relationships. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I like seeing the cool technical shit and uh, how they are in the uh, like the producers' room and 
No, yeah, yeah, totally. No, it's it's. I will watch more of it. Yeah. Like I'll watch the next season. I I liked a lot of HBO did really fucking well this year in yeah. terms of, of me. Girls is I super funny, dude. Super so funny. Like not a show I would ever have considered watching. I got him to watch it. Yeah, because he's like going to watch Girls and watch. He was like, this just is watch hilarious. an episode. It's fucking really good. Um, Veep. I know you don't like it, Misty, but I just haven't really I, watched it. I saw it. like two episodes of it, and I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I thought know. it was really good. Like um, TV is. I wasn't hooked a lot on of it. Comedy though, I like drama. I'm not real big into comedy. I mean, what? I just, I like to be honest. I just got back into being like a cons- like a TV consumer really? because I, when I was over at my old apartment, I only had the Xbox and I, I had like a HD antenna, so I would have to get everything either off Netflix or you know torrent. I, I thought or about that so. yesterday. I was like, if my but next- now I have Direct TV and it's See, like you like it yeah. right now, but I was like, in my next place, I might cancel the fucking I TV because I don't ever really watch it particularly. Oh, I'm addicted to it now. Very, I haven't had it for so long that I'm Keep in mind, I've only had Netflix for like four months, five yeah, months. Yeah, he didn't have Netflix until we That changed my fucking life. I watched... All right, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. You're right. I did change your life. I gave you Netflix. I'm drinking You're some. Good, I'm drinking some good beers. <laughs> we We're having a good time. Let's just get to it. I watched like 10 hours of Toddlers and Tiaras. Oh, my God. You're a <laughs> horrible what human. the fuck? What the f- Have, have you seen go. Honey Here's Boo Boo? Here's how I watch it. I watch it with my jaw dropped in like shock and disgust the entire fucking time. I can't do that to myself. Here's what creeps me out about that show, too. I know that there are people watching it and enjoying it way too fucking much. And, and, yeah, and they take I it seriously. I don't think it should be yeah. on television for the predatory reasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's oh. what I mean. There's some dude it's like a pedophile's, like pedophile's fucking candles dream. lit, and he's got toddlers and tiaras yeah. on, and he's just trying to have a good night. He's got a glass of wine. It's bad, it. and the mothers are always just like the worst fucking people on the planet. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible, terrible. It's people. like they enter, they enter these kids at 14 fucking weeks old, and then the girl's like, "I love pageants." It's like, yeah, because you didn't have a fucking choice in the matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Here, please live my dream even though you don't want to. But what I love about mm-hmm. Netflix is I can watch 10 hours of Tyler's and Tiaras while playing fucking Red Dead Redemption yeah, with the sound true. off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Netflix is a godsend. It changed It changed the entire game for me, sir. Yeah. I watch it on car rides. When I drive to Vegas, I plug in and listen to TV shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of Monster Quest. I'll let you know <laughs> right there. That sounds like it would be fun to listen to. Monster Quest is awesome because you could just imagine, like, you can make it way better and more dramatic in your mind. Cause Our Ghost Hunters would be amazing to listen to, I yeah. think. Ghost Hunters. You need to see that fucking douchebag. But no, I just yeah, think that's the guy that yells oh, at ghosts. Oh, it's right? over there. Yeah. No, is, is that, <laughs> no that's, that's Ghost Adventures. I'm talking about, like, the fucking the bro. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the dude who's that's super fucking broed out. Is that and he just yells at him. Yeah. If you're here, hit me. Yeah. And he's like, I got a uh-huh. scratch on my back. Do you guys see the scratch? He's like, yeah. you want to fucking fight me, ghost? And it's yeah. always, they're always like, oh my God, oh my God. Ah. And it's a piece of fucking dust. Yeah. It moved it. So something moved an inflatable ball. Like, I'm into losing bad. losing their shit. I'm into bad reality TV. Yeah. I can't fuck with the ghost shows, man. Yeah. And I even believe in ghosts. I just think those are ridiculous. If they, they, get if they need to do, do another ghost show, they need to do a revamp of MTV's Fear. Because I, I want to see regular yeah. people, yeah. but in places where I mean, you know, fear there's no good. Like no, totally. It's it's, it's not. It's based on just their though. fear alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a great show. That was a fun show. Yeah, dude, we were now, talking really. earlier. Uh, MT- MTV. I'm gonna pitch that show. To MTV someone. used to be good. Yeah, genuinely good. Uh, uh, this mo- last night. I was laying in bed and I went on a Christina Hendricks IMDb loop for some reason. Not for some reason because I'm very attracted to her. And I was laying in bed. <laughs> and uh, what else is she been? I saw she was in an episode of Undressed okay. on MTV. And then I was like, 
holy shit so undress good. was fucking awesome like you forget about how i never saw that they ran it like two seasons Super sexy. randomly but it was, it like, was like it was to educate people about sex it too, was like though. everything it, about was, was sex on it it was like uh gay yeah. couples having sex and mixed race and like every possible i was too busy sexual scouring scenario. the woods for old washed up porno mags this it was actually that. a really informative show too it was though. good it was really good infotainment it, good. it holds up like linda ellerby do you know she's still alive Wow. And she still does Nickelodeon news things sometimes. Someone told me she's oh, like 74. Really? That lady. Oh, man. I did, it took me a minute to click. The Nickelodeon news lady. Yeah, yeah man. She's still fucking kicking. That's amazing. She's still hanging out. I she's love still- Yeah. All, uh, they do. Uh, they have a channel. And, yeah. I've become a privy to it because of DirecTV where it's Nicktoons channel. Yeah. And, it's, and they actually play live action stuff on it, too. I think uh, this is the right yeah, one I'm talking that. about. But yeah, it's. They'll play All Real Monsters and Ren and Stimpy love and all, uh, oh, Angry Beavers. Oh yeah, I love Angry Beavers. Rocco's I, Modern Life is my personal. Favorite. Ro- I, I, the I, I'll show you one. One for done. I have a spunky print. I have a heifer. I have a heifer cell and a spunky cell. I was a huge uh, Rocco fan, and I have an eek from um, All Real Monsters. Oh nice. Okay, it gets. Excuse me. It gets Oblina and Crumb. Yeah, Just and saying. and the Gromble, Mister Gromble. I had them all stuffed animals. What was the drag queen called? <sighs> it was the something. The the headmaster guy. He would dr- dress up as like a lady monster sometimes. I tried to it. watch that recently, and it's, it's weird. It's uncomfortable weird. looking. Yeah, I like how it's dirty completely looking. far off we've we've gone oh, yeah. from, it happens. from like no, ten dude. minutes ago. It's yeah. so it's so awesome. It's a journey. They got you, we pack a lot of content in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we other, went down the rabbit hole of yeah, television. Yeah. Other than straight Breaking to, Bad, straight what, down to All Real Monsters and uh, Rock and Runner Life. Other from, than Breaking from Bad, from The Wire and Breaking Bad. Other than Breaking Bad, what what other shows you dig right now? Uh, oh man, I got really into this reality show recently. That's it's Which terrible one? too. It's called Bar Rescue. No, I don't know it. Oh, you that? would love it. I'll, oh, wait a minute. You've seen Kitchen Nightmares. Wait a minute. Correct? We have to do this right now. This episode this is going to be a double episode, folks. We have, <laughs> I haven't done a lot of Magnum Border lately. We're going to go long. I watch every Gordon Ramsay show. Oh, fantastic! We are both Master Chef enthusiasts. Yes. I forgot about that. Are but you I haven't in, seen this week's episode. I am like twenty minutes okay. into it. The okay. final four. I, final three, I think, was this Ooh, week. No, no, no. Final four. Okay. Unless I'm you missing guys? an episode. Okay, spoiler alert. The last really? one I watched fully was when Monty got kicked off. Okay, I saw that one. The new one is the final four, and it's, this is going to be... If you, if you don't watch MasterChef, you have no idea what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Frank. Uh-huh. It is... The Italian uh, guy. The, the Italian guy. It's uh, uh, the black, really tall dude yeah. who came back, and I can't remember his name because I'm a racist, apparently. <laughs> I feel really bad about that. Well, I'm drawing a blank, too, so oh, we'll, we'll, we'll take both, both the blame. Uh, Christine, the blind gal. The blind woman, yeah. And Becky, the fucking biggest bitch on the face of the planet. Yeah. Um, team Christine. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. There's a blind woman on a Master Chef this season, and she's amazing. She's am- she she's is, like awe inspiring. But she'll cry. Like even if they say it's good, she cries. She so cries. Just it hits you right in the feelings. Is she. <laughs> it's the most like gut wrenching, wonderful, fucking life affirming television of all time when she does good. So like every person on the planet is rooting for her to win. I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. The yeah. everyone that watches the show. I bet a lot of people watch the show. Do you watch Hotel Hell yet? I saw the first episode with the crazy guy that lives in the the uh, RV outside. There's a two. That's a two parter. Yeah, I uh, I didn't. Uh, I don't think I finished it. Actually, I've no. been meaning to, but yeah, when that ended, I was like, "Wait, what?" I watch it just ended. I like, watch anything Gordon Ramsay is involved in. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I don't Kitchen know nightmares, why. but the Kitchen Nightmares is. It's the same concept for Bar Rescue, except they do it with Bar and Grills. I'm, that's what I imagine. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, but the guy that does it is like this big. Like he looks like he's. A, that he was an old gangster 
And he's just like, now I flip bars. Just, and he just like screams right in their face. And it's you have to see this episode. It's they flip a pirate bar. Nice. And turn and, it into what? Another this, pirate this bar? Is, this is the great thing. No, they're like, this is ridiculous. You guys are making no money. You're all dressed up like pirates. And the one, the, the best <laughs> I would go to show, a pirate bar right now. Yeah, I know. The best line in the, in the show is the guys yelling at this crew. They're like, you, you're, you don't know what you're doing. You guys are idiots, blah, blah, blah. And the, and the guy goes, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to stand here and get yelled at like this by an adult. And the guy goes, well, then you should stop dressing like a six-year-old. That's awesome. <laughs> and I, I was just like, snap. Do you Did remember- that really happen in reality TV? Snap. Do you remember when Survivor was a big deal? Yeah, the first I never season. watched it though. Yeah, I it was remember. a huge deal. And then, I like, remember. Big Brother first season was kind of a big deal. There are fifteen fucking million reality shows yeah. now. Everyone can have a reality. There, show. there are so every network has like fucking forty reality shows. Yeah. It's crazy. I'd say like TV is it's dominated. So annoying. It's annoying, and most of them are not really that good. But there's billions of them yeah i don't really watch i can't think of anything i watch that's actually reality tv i'll tell you i'll tell you the, i'm a big the, the, celebrity the i'm a big celebrity apprentice fan i don't I, oh my god i don't watch any of the mainstream ones every i like ep- to dig deep into the cable channels Check for this. my reality there's like fucking 15 episodes and every episode is two hours long oh my god it's the most like epic reality television of all fucking time i just can't handle that wacko Donald Trump. Oh, Donald? Oh, no, the contestants are way fucking crazier than the Donald. <laughs> than the Donald? Than the Donald. Um, What's the one you dig? Uh, well, Bar Rescue, um, Duck Dynasty. I don't know Duck which Dynasty. Which is about these people who like invented duck calls, yes. and they make duck calls, and they're like millionaires, but they still just live out in the swamp and hunt yeah. stuff for their food. I don't know that one. I've seen, there's, is it the Gator Brothers? There's a couple like exterminator. There's a bunch that are exactly the same. There's a couple exterminator on channels, ones so on Animal Planet now that are exactly the same. There's like Swamp Men and like yeah. the exterminator, Billy the Exterminator. Have you guys seen that one? No. He dresses up like a fucking like Marilyn Manson dude and has like a skull it's fucking so mask and like long blonde rocker and he kills hair insects? and tattoos. Yeah. No, it's like alligators and raccoons because he's, oh. Louis- he he's in he Louisiana. Does, he does anything. Vexcon. I was thinking he just walked around a house and sprayed stuff. No, but the best dressed part, up in a skull. They're mask. called like Vexcon, and they're all like fucking. They all look like crow rejects. Oh my god! And uh, but Edward Furlong. They needed. They needed to cat. They needed to hire a new member of the team. They're doing interviews, and first it was like a guy in a shirt, and then it was like a girl in a shirt, and then a dude came in with like a fucking mohawk and like piercings all down. And it was <laughs> obviously he just did it for the job interview, but they were immediately like, we like your style, man. Yeah. He had like fishnet half fucking things on his arms and stuff Ugh. to be fucking Sounds exterminators. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. We uh, have to the only out. copy of a show that I watch is uh, Hardcore Pawn would be the Pawn Stars I don't knockoff. know that one. It's, I stopped it's, watching it's, Pawn Stars. It's Pawn Stars, ago. but in the heart of Detroit. Okay, I like that. I yeah, like that. So, like crackheads and shit. Yeah, people just selling it for good. no reason. Like they're like, like, "Well, where that. did you get this?" And like, I don't know. I like that. I could, I could <laughs> fuck with that. Girl's man. like, "This is my boyfriend's PlayStation. He just broke up with me, so I want to pawn it." And he's like, "You can't. Why'd you tell me that? You can't pawn other people's <laughs> shit." She's like, well, I, will, "I don't care. I hate him. He doesn't love me anymore. I want to sell the PlayStation." He's like, "I will watch I don't know that. What to tell. I, don't I will know what to tell you. I will definitely watch that." All right, let's get off TV for a sec. What games have you been playing lately, man? Because that's that's kind of your thing. I've no? been I've been on a game drought. I mean, I play Battlefield Three off and on, but uh, I always every time I come into Machinima, I feel like I ask you particularly. Yeah. I'm like, what's the big game going around? Because well, I, I played feel Diablo. Like... I played a ton of hours at Diablo. Uh, I'm in and out of Battlefield Three. Uh, I I want to play Borderlands One. I've never played that, and since Borderlands Two's Two coming is coming out in a couple out, weeks, yeah, so I, I just I, I just saw it. a billboard and debated if I want to play Two. Are you yeah. going to play Misty? 
I, I didn't particularly I like didn't really the first one. I heard the first one's great, but I haven't played it's, it. So it's it's, so, it's fine, that. and it's like nine hours long. And for, I just don't see what the big deal was about. It was fun, but it was not like It was nothing revolutionary. Like I, It was like Resistance and like so many other games that were fun to play yeah. while you were playing them, or like Just Cause, yeah. um, or Infamous, or whatever. I yeah. think the only thing else is... Uh, is uh, Counter Strike Go. I've been playing that, but I I play it on my Mac laptop, so it it just runs terribly. And this is yeah. going back into me buying the gaming PC. This so week. you can play more games. Yeah, I'm right? gonna be jumping on the PC Master Race bandwagon, so I can play some good looking games. No, if you look at Battlefield Three on the PC versus the Xbox version, she it's had like a. Night uh, and day. She you guys let me bring home an Alienware. She bring, one brought home an Alienware laptop one weekend. And play we played Skyrim. Skyrim. It was wow. the most beautiful. Fucking and it was thing like the, the HD world. modded one. I mean, it was it was it amazing. was incredible. I I literally logged in. What did I do? Forty two hours Jesus. from between Friday we and Sunday. Ponies. We saw My Little Pony dragon. I made all my dragons, My Little Ponies. I were. <laughs> it was dude. It was, I wore it Link's was a, outfit. It was astoundingly yeah. fucking good looking. Like yeah, I want exactly. Like I'm excited for mods. I'm excited for all that. Like I've been so out of the PC game since I was like. Well, plus, and there's no, you're right, there's no big game, there hasn't been a big console game kind of the whole summer. Um, Max Payne 3 was good. How was good. that? I didn't play it. I didn't really get through it. I borrowed the office copy and then turned it back in after I saw a friend I was like, yeah, it. I like it, but I, like, I really just want Grand Theft Auto 5. Which is, <laughs> is there even a date yet? I think spring 2013 was the last That's I heard. It was supposed time. to, I mean, last year they were saying September 2012. They get delayed like for two years. But yeah, I'm excited for that. The only uh, game Halo on... 4 is coming out. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Which Are you a big Call hopefully... of Duty gamer? I was until Modern Warfare 3 came we'll, out. We'll talk about this for a sec yeah. real quick. But the only game on my fucking radar is Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it looks great. I want to be a Native American. I played American. one, but I didn't play any of the other ones. I'm so excited that they finally changed the time period. It's Revolutionary War. Have you seen the trailer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's amazing. And, and watch, I, that was and one of the games that I saw at E3 that I was really There were a couple games at E3. I don't, and you could actually play it, too. Yeah, I want to play the um the Gib- Studio Ghibli Square game. I haven't seen that. Uh, that like Miyazaki did all the animation for and all like the character design. Um, I want to play Watch Dogs. Which was like the big thing out of E3. I was in on a stream when they were playing that, but I didn't get a chance to get my hands on it. But the graphics look look. And that's great. the one where. You're oh wait, no, no, no. no. That uh, I was thinking sleeping, like sleeping, dogs, dogs, sleeping dogs, which yeah. is just Hong Kong Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah. yeah. Watch Dogs is well, the game. It's good, though. I, is it Ubisoft? Watch Dogs is yeah, a game where you can like tap into like you the control electricity. And, yeah, like you, you can, can stop the, the fucking stop traffic lights, lights yeah. and cause car crashes. It's like it looks like Minority Report yeah. or something cool like that. That was like the big sleeper hit for me three, and then. Is it Quantum? Who put out Heavy Rain? I have no idea. I don't know that. You're supposed to know their shit. Man. I don't know this stuff. Quantum Fist. Mm. I forget the name of the company, but they have their follow-up to Heavy Rain coming, and I'm super psyched I for that, because Heavy Rain was like the fucking best video game I've ever played in my life. See, I think I just concentrated on just a couple games throughout. Like, I didn't go to... I mean, I played like Fable and all I never, I never played Fable. But, uh, I Fable. yeah, I was just mainly Call of Duty. Um, like, Battlefield Bad Company 2, I played a lot. Halo, throughout all the years, I would play every Halo that came out. But it was the thing is like I never could get into Halo. I was out on the road, didn't really have access to the Xbox, so I only played when we'd be home from no, tour, yeah, and then yeah, it'd yeah. be like, all right, whatever, what what Halo's out, and I'd just buy that and sit and play that. My problem, my problem with Halo, and you you said you don't like Halo either. No, I'm my problem with Halo is always this: the bad guys are so fucking cartoonish mm-hmm. that like I don't want to shoot them. I want to see blood and real people. I don't want to see like chicken monsters that go like. 
Like Halo is a lot of weird, goofy alien. It is, but I mean, I just love that style. I love right on, that man. that world. It's it's great. I mean, and that's just because I when I when the first one came out, I played it and I was like, this game's amazing. And it was yeah. for it, its the first time, one when yeah. it came out. Yeah, yeah. So I like more realistic. Yeah. Let's do this real quick. And this might be a good note to, to round down on. But um, you definitely you had a show uh called the Kill Feed. You worked for Respawn. Uh, you're involved with Machinima, which is pretty much the Call of Duty company. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show before, but let's let's fucking do it. There seems to be a weird segment in video game players and fans that's happened in the last few years. And like, I don't know that it's necessarily a positive thing. I want to hear your thoughts on it. But w- what do you think about the concept of like a video game jock? Like a kid who only plays Call of Duty and Madden and Super I would say that I'd probably had, you know, before I started working in Machinima, fallen into that category. Like and Madden see, every year, yeah. Halo every every time when Halo would come out, whatever the new Call of Duty was, because I didn't really have like I mean the only games I remember playing through fully were like Mirror's Edge, uh, the Simpsons game, <laughs> Fable one and two, like it was really sporadic the games that I would even get but to play. You seem to have a good base knowledge in other game. You you're aware of other gaming though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it seems like and this the whole point with me getting this new rig is that I'll be able to play a lot more things because. Everyone at the company that plays plays on a gaming PC. Yeah. Um. I mean, when Black Ops was out, I played with everyone on that because. But now, no one's really on the Xbox for any of the games that have been out for almost a year now. So everyone's on PC playing League of Legends and DayZ, uh, Just Cause Two and stuff like that. I, I'm like, Just Cause Man. Two. Have you played Just Cause Two? No. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've it's seen like, so many videos, and they're all so, the funniest things I've ever yeah, seen in like my life. Yeah, like you can like hang glide onto like a fucking airplane. And I want to do it that. up into the sky. Yeah. And, have you, do you know what Just Cause is? Yes, yes. It's the zipline game. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. This is the stuff I'm missing out on, and that's why I'm gonna start playing with it more. So, but it just seems it, it seems like the the majority of these like I'll, let's call them fucking video game jocks as it were like aren't even aware of other games and are kind of like yeah. fuck you fucking Final Fantasy faggots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I would say that that probably exists yeah do you think it's a positive thing or a negative thing because obviously call of duty well at least it's the, keeping them out of the other games it's the best-selling video game ever made and it obviously brings a lot of light to console gaming but at the same point you go into any fucking live call of duty game on xbox or ps3 and you're, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear the n-word eight times in the first 30 seconds it seems to i mean be, that game developed its own culture that's, and th- that's and that the problem. Cult- that's yeah. what I'm talking about. And that culture of like because weird, angry and it's video not a, it's not jobs. so much now because you'll get banned now or they'll temporarily ban you or whatever. And back when people were playing Counter Strike and Team Fortress, it was that you would hear the like most random shit. Even on Warcraft, you would hear like. And then when Call of Duty came out, it's such a fierce like back and forth, instantaneous gratification. Even when you die, you instantly respawn. That it's just it spawned its own shit talking fest because it was from a time where like you could say anything on the internet and no one would ever know because your handles weren't and tied to your Facebook account yeah. or your Twitter account. No, yeah. Yeah. And I know you might agree with this in a weird way, but I feel like the shit talking fucking thing kind of ruined online gaming for me in a large way. Yeah. As well, as a girl. Yeah, that's true. But you can, there's things you can do. You can just start a party with your yeah. actual friends and then yeah. mute the game chat. I mean, you can kind of hear them come over the Like, TV, my, my uh, handle on... I don't have Xbox because I'm a fucking snub. Yeah. 
My handle PlayStation? On, yeah. Oh, come yeah. on. No, How many times do you guys get hacked thing. before you're going to throw that thing out? Look at that thing. I would have sex with that thing. I wouldn't fucking Xbox. All yeah, clunk, it's big all enough clunky to have sex and with. shit. Yeah, yeah. Look at that ugly thing. Come on, dude. You're talk, <laughs> we're talking about control. Let's talk about controllers. You guys play with a brick. I play with oh, like. Oh, come on. I feel like the. the, the PS- you, you knock your thumbs together whenever you try to move nah, around. Nah, dude. That thing is so sleek and sexy. It's no. like a symbiote. Like, I feel yeah, like if I want to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I'm using the PlayStation controller. If I want to play an FPS, I'm using the Xbox. All right, all right. But that being said, um, first time I logged into PlayStation Home, do you know what that garbage. is? Garbage. Yeah, I've seen it. It's garbage. My handle on there is Jewiskew, which okay. was my old net handle. Within four minutes, I was surrounded by like 300 avatars all spouting like fucking Nazi shit. Like wow. it turned into a Nazi rally in oh PlayStation God. Home just because my name had Jew in it. Okay. And I was like, I don't think I like online gaming anymore. <laughs> These wow. guys are mean. That was like the very first time I ever signed into a chat room when I was like nine. My mom was at my side. It was like an AOL kids only. Pe- like I was I had that restriction where I could only go on like AOL kids. I went into like a kids chat room for like DuckTales and instantly someone DM me was like, want a cyber? And my uh-huh. mom was like, turn this off, turn this off. And I didn't know why and I got really scared. Nobody and it, asked that anymore. You used to go in the chat rooms. First thing we get is a DM from like, you want a cyber? ASL, you know? Yeah. We should bring that back. Over the days. We should bring that back. Some ASCIIR. That's immortal of that story. So what what games are you psyched for, man? Anything coming uh, up? Halo 4. Halo 4. Uh, I'm going to play Black Ops 2. I was a big fan of Black Ops. Not as much a fan of uh, modern, modern warfare. warfare. I don't know the difference um, anymore. <laughs> I don't think they make does. like two fucking games a year now. Black Ops sets itself apart. I think it's it's a. I think I had Black Ops. Yeah, Black Ops is great. I Black stopped Ops buying them good. two games ago. I think. Um, hmm. And you got your PC, so that opens up a whole fucking. Yeah, world I'm excited for, you, for that. I want to. Re- I really want to go back and play Grand Theft Auto 4 on the PC because they have that Ice Enhancer mod, which makes everything look photorealistic. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. That'd and be they, really I actually just saw a video today of someone that modded a uh, DeLorean in, and you could play as Marty. And oh, when really? You hit 88 miles an hour, you literally disappear on the screen, and it's fire coming out of the tires, and then uh, you reappear hours later in the game in the same spot. Oh, wow! What? Yeah. I would buy a that, PC. That's real. I would buy a PC just for that. That's what sold me on it. <laughs> that would. Holy shit, man! All right, I gotta talk to you after the show, maybe. Yeah. I'll um, pull up the video after the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, what do you? What can we look forward to with, from you over at Machinima? You said you're gonna be working in production. Can you tease us um, anything? Man, I hope a lot of stuff. Um, mainly I'm gonna be editing, and then I'll probably be on. Uh, I've been on uh, Respawn Inbox every once in a while and uh, Radio Respawn so hopefully I'll get to do one or two of those in the future and, awesome uh, Radio Respawn is a podcast right yeah the video podcast the video, oh it's a video podcast well they don't say it is but it is okay they, they don't admit to it while it's taping like for the fans are like well they can't really see us because it's a radio show Oh, okay. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. So that's basically, we check you out on Machinima and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And follow me on Twitter. Awesome, Ricky, yeah. Give Ricky that. FTW. Easy enough, right? And uh, you have any cool concerts coming? Are you going to um, FYS? Yeah. Um, I want to. I think I heard someone could slip me a wristband over the fence, so we'll see how that works out. Nice. Is it yeah, sold out? I want to see Refused. No, it's not. And it's decently priced, but not decently priced enough for me to no, afford it right now. No, it's not bad. It's like, what? 90 bucks for the whole weekend? 80 bucks for two days? Yeah, yeah. Who, Plus service charge. Not yeah. sleigh bells. There's a fest. M83 Refused. M83 Refused. Uh, the Faint is doing their original what? album. Yeah. What? No, there's yeah. a couple. Wait, yeah. no, the original? No, no, no. You're going to be, in, you're gonna be oh. in Seattle, sweetie. But you got Bumbershoot up there. Bumbershoot's got a lot of great artists. Go to I'll, pull that, I'll pull that up for you. Um, and then there's okay. another fest in Austin in October, like the Fun Fun Fest or oh, some shit. Heard that one, no. Like sleigh bells. I just like, did 
basically like three weeks in a row of fests. I did Hard Fest in L.A., uh, and then I did Outside Lands. How was Outside Lands? Amazing. I to do hard was, Jack White was, was the best who overall. Who headlined? Um, Metallica, Foo Fighters, and... Uh, oh, oh, that's right, because all the Nerdist guys were there. They Stevie were taking Wonder. pictures from the Metallica, when Metallica was playing. Yeah, they had a, they had, uh, Nerdist had like its comedy club set up yeah, there yeah. called The Barbary. I saw the Eric Andre show there. It was fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. like that show on Cartoon Network. It's super yeah, funny. it was... Uh, it was great. Um, Are you going to? Because uh, I know you're into like you're into raves and all that kind of cool shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do like electronic dance um, music. Are, yeah. There's an EDM. Um, and 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 well, I'll, I'll hit you up after this. But there's this thing in a few weeks in downtown. Hard. Like, haunt, haunt it's it? like the laser fucking rave thing. It's like a glow stick thing. It's called like glow something. Oh, those glow parties. They like yeah. toss paint on people. I went to that yeah. one last year. It was amazing. Well, it's, I'm the going. day glow. The day glow yeah, rave. It's the same people with electric daisy. Also, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near people splashing me with liquid. Well, speaking of paint. So speaking fun. of paint, real quick. I, this might be the last bag and border because I'm doing a fucking paint color war this weekend. You know, like the holy paint, the Indian like powder paint. They have that big festival every year. No. Where basically it's it's like five million people and they all just throw paint it's like oh, pamplona paint for paint but powdered colored paint so you start off in all white clothing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you end up like Devin complete- Supertramp which is a partner of Machinima actually uh, did one of those videos nice yeah we're doing one this weekend in an undisclosed location in Hollywood and we'll nice. probably be arrested but our mugshots will go viral as shit so yeah, that'll be swings working. and roundabouts yeah. man very cool uh, so everyone check out Ricky on Twitter at RickyFTW yep Watch Machinima. Watch Machinima. Yeah. That's about it, right? Yeah. Misty, what about you? At me on Misty Dawn. What about your website? It's all the same. And follow me on Instagram because that's the hot new same. thing. Yeah. Oh, follow same me on name. Instagram. Yo. I just started mapping shit today. I mapped it. I was at Yogurt Land. Get up on that. That's how exciting that is. You can and you mapped like, it? I did. I was at Yogurt Land. In, I went to Little Osaka for the first time. Me and uh, Matt Bennett, who was on the show two weeks ago, are starting a... Um, Japanese club where we're all going to learn Japanese at the same time and oh, yeah. like have weekly like vocabulary tests and shit that like that. That is very smart. So I had to go buy uh, Genki, an integrated course in elementary Japanese. And I, I didn't know there was a place called Little Osaka down on like Sawtell between Santa Monica and Olympic yeah. where it's like four blocks of like just Japanese stores. I've been to Little Tokyo downtown. but I go to Little Tokyo all the time, yeah. but I found out there's a new Little Tokyo, sir. And I kind of like what I saw. Nice. So uh, that's going on for me. And you've got all your websites. Yep, everything's out Packs. Packs. What do you want to pack for? Uh, we'll be at the Machinima booth Saturday from 2 to 4, and then I'll be at the Destructoid party. Actually, cosplaying, because it's going to be, they have gameplay. As what? Uh, for the game. Make they, it a secret. It's the party. Oh, as your character? Yeah, it's the party that they're having, the gameplay release, and so I'm going to be as Tyberet. Very Cosplaying cool. as yourself. Yeah. Wow. That must be hard. <laughs> I do that every fucking day. Yeah. I always want to get... To just be myself. It's a struggle. Uh, and you can check me out on Twitter at Cameltoad. Uh, I guess CameltoadProductions.com. By the time this goes up, I might have updated it. But don't fucking get your hopes up. I'm lazy. Uh, and uh, the Geek Kickstarter should still be going on right now. So head to Kickstarter and type in either Cameltoad or Geek and uh, check out the book. It's going to be awesome. We have a lot of cool developments coming up. We have some live shows in LA that probably will be like the week after this airs. So get very excited for that. And... Uh, Help us out. We're trying to make a graphic novel, y'all. Uh, what did we learn today? Florida sucks. Florida sucks. TV rules. Video games are fun. Florida sucks. Wee. TV rules. Video games are fun. We. I like it. I'm Matt Cohen. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded.
Jesse watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, bet and board it, it's the way your life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, these are two free kicks you want a bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we owe me funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top billing, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. We got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a little maniacal. Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. The listening from Alabama, Oregon with a single phone. With just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. At each other's throats on the green, on nothing. Quick stop and I to the storm like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bones. Just we each and every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and that is out of orbit. We're not Right, right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag and boarded. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah! This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.